From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. That's right. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you and welcome to the program. Seven minutes past the hour. I, it's, like, it's like a tie. So if a tie goes to the runner, I'll do the baseball story first. Then I will do the President Trump story. I couldn't decide right up until this split second in which order would I go. Let me start with this. Uh, for, unfortunately, I miss Giancarlo's uh, home run. He's the MVP of the game. I miss the American League coming back. I fell asleep. When the uh, the game was two to nothing, and the National League was leading, but I remember the last thing that I thought before I fell asleep. I I didn't say it out loud, but I I it, if you've ever thought something so deeply that it's almost like you did speak it. It was that much uh, my conscious awareness to the point. I closed my eyes and I said, "The American League is going to come back and they're going to win the game." I just knew it. Now, I didn't know it because the American League has been dominating this all-star classic. I remember now, and think about this, for almost not five years more, little more than five years more, but for the last 25 years, once a year, and we typically lead with it, we've been covering that the American League has won the all-star game. And... You may or may not remember, I proposed what I called the Hurley Doctrine a year before Major League Baseball put it into effect. And I said, they have to make the All-Star game mean something. It, it cannot be meaningless because it was, it was getting, I don't even know what to call it. It was getting unserious, uh, not important. It just wasn't right. It wasn't, it wasn't good. I'm thinking about that time when Ted Williams was out there and everybody came around. That was really special. But it was really going downhill quickly. And so I said, this all-star game has to mean something. So I came up with, what do you do to make it mean something? And it's hard to make it mean something because how do you let the effect of that classic enter into the actual sport itself? So I came up with the winning league gets the home field advantage in the World Series, which I thought was pretty creative at the time. Now it's sort of just accepted and understood and and seems like no big deal, but the home field advantage matters. The Yankees playing in Yankee Stadium versus, say, in Houston – or Los Angeles. Huge difference. Well, they wouldn't play Houston in the World Series, but it would be in the American League Championship Series. Uh, Many times I still think of Houston as a National League team. It's very hard for me to accept that they're in the American League. I don't even like it that they're in in the American League. I'd like them to be in the National League, but that's not, that's not the news. That's not what I'm thinking about. The American League has won nine in a row, including last night, three to two. 
and they've won 21 out of the last 25. I don't care what the sport is, if it's if it's cricket, if it's Quidditch. I have a story about that because Quidditch isn't Quidditch anymore because we are living in whacked times. Yes, as you know, Rawling has been uh, canceled. So they're going to call Quidditch, I think, like Quad 4 or something, something stupid. Just They're, they're so sick. But no matter what you're playing, che- uh, chess, checkers, whatever it is, if you win 21 out of 25 years, that's amazing. It's, it's an incredible dominance. I don't even know what to make of it. Because just by happenstance, I mean, I, if you, you know, if it was 25 games and one team won 15 and one won 10, I mean, come on, th- th- nothing to talk about. Even if it was, I don't know, 18 to whatever, eight or whatever it is. I mean, 18, seven, whatever it is. No big deal. That's a bit that is dominance, but but twenty one out of twenty five and nine in a row. Incredible. I didn't bother to look, but I might during the break. Usually a baseball player has like a fifty thousand, hundred thousand, sometimes even a little bit more than that, quarter of a million dollar type bonus. I'm pretty sure it's in Trout's contract. Wouldn't be shocked if it's in Giancarlo Stanton's or in Aaron Judge's. I know Aaron Judge, he's in the last year of a rookie contract. Let's see. I know that Judge has, if they win a World Series, I'll check and see about the All-Star thing. But Giancarlo Stanton is the MVP of the All-Star game which I was pretty happy about. And I believe the Yankees are going to be in the World Series this year. And that win, that one run difference is huge. The difference between the Yankees, I'm predicting, and I long ago predicted it, the Yankees are going to play the Dodgers in the World Series. Mark it down. I know there are a lot of people that would like to see the Mets I, I, it could happen. The Mets are getting healthier, and if they have their pitching healthy, they're very, very tough. But I remember the last time we had the, the Yankees and the Mets, it was, it was hideous. And the Yankees and the Phillies, hideous. Good, good for the Yankees, but not great for baseball. Like four Zippo, just embarrassing blowouts but I like that that game means something I thought it was cool I I give Trout a lot of credit for being there Uh, really just think about this I wish I I have the baseball package so I guess I could see him more than I do but you know a lot of his games don't start until 10 o'clock at night so I rarely get to see Trout, which is a shame. I mean, this is this era's, if you believe me, this is this era's Mickey Mantle. 
and we don't get to see him. And then two days or so before the All-Star game, he gets the upper uh, torso injury. So he's out there. But I thought it was cool. He was there. I saw the brief interview that he did. Quiet but effective leader. During the contract nonsense, he did what he never did before. He really stepped up and was outspoken. Rarely do you ever hear him. I'll tell you, it requires, and especially for a young man like that, he's now 30, but it takes a lot of discipline to not do boneheaded, stupid stuff, say stupid stuff. I mean, this is a guy that doesn't have to worry about anything for the rest of his life. He has a contract that is completely ironclad, huge numbers, and like a Derek Jeter. He might even be quieter than Derek Jeter, who was pretty quiet. He's been fantastic. And unless he gets traded, which I don't know, I mean, he's got basically a contract that he can end his career with one team. You won't see that very often. I'm hoping, I know hope is not a strategy, but I'm really hoping and praying that Aaron Judge signs, re-signs with the Yankees. I think the Yankees blew it. I can't remember who said it, but he was right. Even if you give him a couple of million dollars more a year than you want to, just do it. They were one year away and a couple of a couple of million dollars a year away. I think Judge wanted five million more a year, but I think if they had met in the middle, just like they did, they avoided uh, what would have been nasty. Because look, when you go into arbitration and things like that, you've got to make the case. You got to start talking about your players' weaknesses and stuff like that. That's not good for the relationship when you have a superstar. And you start to say, well, you know, he has gotten hurt or uh, whatever. Or, you know, he's very, very big and he could break down starting at 30-ish, which he's hitting. You don't want to get into that stuff with your stud star face of your team. I think it's fair to say Aaron Judge right now, not Trout. Aaron Judge is the face of baseball. And, and I say that as a... Diehard Yankee fan, but also objectively, and you know my writings and my on-air commentary, huge. I'm a huge super fan of Mike Trout's, and I still can't believe I've never met him, and I'm going to find a way. Both my brothers have met Mike Trout, and I haven't. Two different locations. I got to meet Trout. One of my goals is for him to like one of the articles that I've written I think he has probably read. Come on, if you had, you, you know, you have people and yourself even that all you have to do, you set it up with Google. Anytime you're mentioned, the article gets sent to you. You don't think, I, I just believe, I was, let, me, let me phrase it in the form of a question. Do you think Trout has read an article basically titled, Mike Trout is this era's Mickey Mantle? Come on. I don't care how modest you are, you know, if you get, you know, uh, you know, Joe Box of Donuts is this era's Rush Limbaugh. You don't think that broadcaster is going to be looking at that story? I think Trout has read the story. 
And I'm surprised nobody else has ever written it before. But he is. Trout is this era's Mickey Mantle. All right, when we come back, it won't take long, but I'm making a point of emphasis about it. Because there's no doubt in my mind that when Trump is successful, the media either underreports or doesn't report on it at all. Even if they have been doing tremendous volumes of reporting about an issue in the run up and when finality happens, I mean, think about it. They've never written stories that they were wrong about Russia collusion, they've kept their Pulitzer Prizes. It's all fake. It's all on false pretenses. Not only will they not turn in their their Pulitzer Prizes, they won't correct their stories, which is their obligation. I've got one for you when we come back. Fox News commentary. A Southwest flight attendant is awarded a whopping five million bucks after being fired for her abortion stance. Free speech wins again. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-328-9696. That's 800-328-9696. Arlene Carter, a former Southwest flight attendant, can now put her money where her mouth is. A Texas federal jury has awarded her $5 million in damages after she was fired for her social media posts on abortion that went against her union's stance. In 2017, she discovered the union president attended the Women's March in D.C., which received funding from Planned Parenthood. Carter criticized the union's participation on social media and sent messages to the union leader threatening to support a recall effort against the president. She was fired shortly thereafter, but that didn't fly with Charlene. She sued the airline and her union and won. In a time when free speech and religious liberty are under assault, it is refreshing to see cases like this one and victories like Charlene's. So way to go, Charlene. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at Fox News Commentary. Healthy life. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I am working, and that was a five-minute break. I'm working on a project uh, that I am so utterly, completely proud of. And we will be breaking a major story today at 4.45 p.m. I'm not uttering, don't text me, don't write me. I'm not uttering a single word about it until I hit the publish button. It's basically 95, 98% done right now. Uh, But... It will be published at 4.45 today. It will not be an on-air exclusive. It will be a Hurley digital exclusive on our app and the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 digital platform. Be looking for that. I promise you uh, it'll be worth the stop at 4.45 today. Now, hold on one second. Let me write someone that I'm all over it. Uh, Hold on. Let me just dictate it. I'm all over this, dot, dot, dot. It will be the first item up after the bottom of the hour break. My work is never done, kids. Someone's bringing something to my attention or they think they're bringing it to my attention that I saw for myself in real time. And when I caught the fakeness 
the absolute fraud that was being perpetrated, I just thought this is so just incredible. It's disgusting. It's despicable. And we'll get to it. But first, days and days and days of this proxy battle in Maryland for governor. And, oh, my God, it was it was nauseating because they thought that Trump might lose. His candidate might lose. They referred to his candidate as far right. But notice you never hear about a far left candidate. I knew how this was going to go. This was no this was this was a joke. So when Trump's candidate wins, Dan Cox, over uh, the governor's handpicked candidate, Hogan's handpicked candidate, Kelly Schultz. Boy, and she knew she was finished. She was just ugh, appearances and commercials where she's basically trashing Trump. I mean, just just so bad. President Trump said, next, I'd love to see Larry run for president because he is Larry Hogan. But President Trump wins again, and it's not news because the Trump deranged media ignores altogether or downplays any time that President Trump wins, no matter how big or small. Remember the big coverage of this proxy battle? They weren't even talking about Cox and Schultz. They were talking about Trump and then a little bit about Larry Hogan. So it's over. It's over before thousands of mail-in ballots. They have some stupid rule. Think about this one. These joke, these joke rules that we see. You can't open mail-in ballots until two days after the election. What 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 jackass set that's that 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 format up? What 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 sense does that even make? I'm gonna tell you what sense it makes. They know exactly how many votes they need. There's no other reason for that. In about what we're 246 years old thereabouts, and a few more days since July 4th. Think about how many hundreds of years we knew who won on the same day. Now, I know it's true when the country was, very, you know, obviously very spread out and not densely populated at all. And we did not have electricity and we didn't have the ability to communicate. People would find out a long time after the election. Hey, Lincoln won. Oh, really? You know, that, that you'd find out your president won or who your president would be way after the fact but come on whether it was nixon kennedy or any other election and that was excruciatingly close i knew the republic was a threat when elections even local elections i remember when the press of atlantic city because it used to work to their advantage the democrat candidates that they would typically support and an occasional Republican that they might have a special relationship with or something. But they would report that the election's not over until, you know. So we used to have finality. When we lost that finality, that is the beginning of losing your country. That is not an exaggeration. 
That is a fact. That's not an opinion. And all these rule changes, you think about it. Why wouldn't you count? Now, look, you could say you still, if it's postmarked by the date, we still have more coming in and you let it go on for a bit and you set a deadline for when ballots have to be received. And if they're postmarked on or before Election Day, they should count. I'm all for that. What reason would there be? Look at the example that Florida sets. They counted all those millions of mail-in ballots. And we knew who won Florida in the presidential election actually hours before the 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 media would call it because they 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 didn't want Trump to win so they wouldn't call Florida but he had comfortably won the state. I remember I kept saying, "Why won't they call Florida?" I knew the answer, but the question still remained. Why won't they call Florida? But then they called uh, Nevada, which was tighter than a tick. So, you know, it, it's just it's so corrupt. And my brother said to me the other day, I don't know if we're ever going to have a fair election ever again. And he's probably right about that. Remember my doctrine. We have to win by I said this in the run up two years before Trump was running. Oh, it's over. It's over. No, it's not over. We have to win by so much to overcome the blatant Democrat cheat that they do. That's why these midterm elections, they're going to be fine. I don't know about the Senate, but the House will be fine. But we have to win by so much because of how they cheat. That's what makes it tough. I'm Hurley in the Morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When we come back, I'm going to be telling you a story about imaginary handcuffs. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. I am Harry Hurley at 32 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Vice President Harris compares Roe v. Wade to slavery at the NAACP National Convention in Atlantic City. I've written the story about it. The New Jersey heat wave can bring significant dangers for humans and your pets. Check that out. And New Jersey's Chuck Wepner, the inspiration for Stallone's Rocky Balboa. That and more on your app. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Less of a west breeze today. That means the sea breeze machine will hopefully fire up along the Jersey Shore, keeping beaches slightly cooler and more comfortable. Inland high 93, the heat index approaching 100. It'll be mostly sunny and dry all day. Clear tonight and sticky, low 76, partly sunny and breezy tomorrow. High of 95, heat index over 100, slight chance of a thunderstorm. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Are you looking for early in the morning? WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, so I get this straight. Let me go to our WPGTalkRadio.com website. I'm going through the app, but um, it's the same content. Let us see. This is just going to jog my memory. I wrote three stories yesterday. 
Uh, early yesterday, I wrote the story about Chuck Wepner and uh, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky and all of that. Then later in the day, I wrote an article about Vice President Harris comparing Roe v. Wade to slavery at the NAACP convention. And then about an hour before that, or after that, rather, I wrote an article about the New Jersey heat wave. It was just fresh on my mind. We had the interview with Dr. Newkirk. We were talking about how deadly the heat can be, how fast it can happen, and all of that. So we wrote a piece about that. In the background, while I was writing, I had on the Fox News channel. So I actually was writing my piece about, now Now I absolutely remember, I was writing the piece about Vice President Harris because I added a whole paragraph when I saw it happen in real time because I was talking about the Supreme Court decision and then you had um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilan Omar and other like 17 members of and all Democrats of the House of Representatives arrested yesterday. So I'm watching and I see the the police officer, Capitol Police officer is very gentle. He's got his arm uh, just on his hand on the arm of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And she's doing some kind of, um, I don't know, proud peacock strut. And her her hands are behind her back. So I thought, okay, you know, probably like zip ties. They probably have, you know, they've done it. It didn't, it wasn't even remarkable to me. But then, and this is before there was any media coverage about this, all of a sudden, I see her right arm go up into the air and she's fist pumping the sky because evidently there was probably some people looking or she was doing it for the cameras, probably for both. And I thought, she's faking that she's handcuffed. And there are pictures of this. The New York Post did a great job with it. I, I caught it in real time and immediately wrote myself in my own tickler file a note. And I thought it was going to be the lead story. But then I decided to lead on the All-Star game and the, the Trump candidate winning uh, in Maryland. Shows you how much, you know, the choices you make between order of things and how many things are going on. So I thought, wow, she, I thought she was handcuffed. She wanted you to believe she was handcuffed because everything these despicable people do is a lie. They lie about everything. Hence, my mini doctrine liars who lie about lying she pretended to be handcuffed to create a phony narrative because if she if she was just there with her hands at her side you know walking away i mean there, there's no there's no story there but she makes it look like she's some courageous now what's she going to get a kennedy honor uh profile and courage but she even had her hands like wrist on top of wrist behind her back total fake liar which she is a complete fraud do you ever see some of those things that she records this woman is she is so stupid 
It's scary. And for whatever reason, the media just loves her. And she thinks every man wants to date her. He just wants to date me. Really? Let me tell you something. Fortunately, I've been completely, utterly, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Devoted, uh, taken, married, and a year before that. So about 42 years, I'm off the market. If I was a young man, I have zero interest in any mindset in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I couldn't imagine, I'm, I'm serious about this, I wouldn't want to be in her company for five minutes. She's so stupid. Look, I'm not a dummy. I'm not here to tell you I'm the smartest guy in the, in the country or anything like that. But I'm, I'm nobody's dummy either. And, I'm, and both my parents were over 160 IQ. So I got at least a, a, a sliver of it. I couldn't spend time with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she's so stupid. Do you hear the things she says? And then, and then yesterday, think about this. What would be the reason to put your hands behind your back and position them in a handcuffed position? Unless you wanted to create a false narrative on purpose. Hey, she got, I, I, I'm, I'm honest with you. She had me at first. I thought she was handcuffed. She had her hands behind her back. I saw them crisscrossed over one another, almost forming the X, if you will. If you put an X over your head and, and instead put it behind your back, that's the pose that she had. I thought she had a pair of zip ties on or handcuffs, but I leaned towards zip ties. And then all of a sudden, she's fist pumping her right arm. And I thought, this lady's not handcuffed. She's just a complete liar. And understand something. They lie about everything. Everything. What she was hoping to accomplish. I mean, for me, you know, they have like the lie of the year. That is a lie, a nonverbal lie. And it should be a heavy contender. It really should. AOC, you couldn't get five minutes of my life. I'll talk about you because it's my job. You can't get five minutes of my life. I, honestly, if I ever met her, I, I wouldn't be rude, but I wouldn't have anything to say. She's not a serious person. She's a joke. You know, I, was, I have to go to the break, and I don't have time to talk about this when we come back because I have other things, but I was looking at the financial contributions of Stacey Abrams in Georgia, this absolute, when I'm talking about frauds, this absolute fraud candidate that the media propped up and made her president of the world in some kind of uh, Star Trek movie or television series. 13% of her contributions come from Georgia residents. 
87% from the outside. It's just like the, another, another fraud, Better O'Rourke. Hollywood and all these outsiders that want to have control and input and, and influence on who wins in these other states. 13%. Now, remember, she said about her state, and, and I really hope that Kemp does a really good job with this because I would – I'd do a Denny Levinson. That would be the campaign. Look, I've done a good job. I've done a really good job. And my opponent said that Georgia is the worst state in the country to live in. That's all. That's all you have to say. I've done a really good job. I'm asking for your vote. I'm going to continue to represent you in the manner that you've become accustomed to. And I'm running against someone who said that Georgia is the worst state in the country to live in. And she's out of the mainstream. She's disqualified from serious consideration. And that is that. Fox News just sent me a, uh, a blast. Hispanic voters, quote, fed up with Democrats. And that is true. Uh, the Hispanic vote, holy cow. And did you see lately uh, the Asian vote? Democrats have lost somewhere around 20% of the Asian vote. They've lost, I believe, 40-some percent of the Hispanic vote. I'm saying what they've lost. That's not the, the, the total support level for Republicans. Just keep, just keep your cool. You'll hear the, the Democrat media telling you that the Democrats are winning. And wait until you see what's going to happen on November 8th. It's going to be something. Get ready. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to remind me, oh, I so vividly remember the election of 1994 when the, de- the Democrat media did the same thing. They were telling us, oh, no, no, it's not a matter of uh, if the Democrats will be in control. It's a matter of by how much. And they got smoked right out of the place. They lost the House for the first time in 40 years. Think about that. Can you imagine? Sometimes we complain. Can you imagine living for those 40 years? A lot of us did for a lot of it. Uh, But for 40 years, Democrats had the majority of the House of Representatives. Four decades in a row. And the media just couldn't imagine a time where that would change. So they couldn't. Then they said that America had a temper tantrum because Republicans, remember, Republicans never win and Democrats never lose. When Democrats win, the world is right. When Republicans win, it's a mistake. I am not a mistake. In fact, God liked what was going on so good at conception, he made two. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. From the world's playground. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I was worried I couldn't remove my fake handcuffs almost in time to hit my host, Mike Button, to come back on the air. But I just said, they're not real. They're not real. They're not real. And I did a fist pump. And then with my left hand, this is really, I mean, this is multitasking. Don't try this at home. I did a right fist pump. And with my left hand, index finger i depressed the mic one button of the official 
radio Millennium Systems. It's like a spaceship, the, the console that I operate. And I, I, I did it. It's not real. It's not real. Harry, you're not wearing handcuffs. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a fake. She wasn't wearing them either. Just don't overthink the house on that. But just imagine how dishonest they are about every single thing. That's why I like this January 6th committee. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all Dersh about this. I'm with the Dersh, Alan Dershowitz. He has been following hearings and all these kinds of things for 65 years. He's never seen anything like this. And remember, and I would ask you to be fair no matter which side was doing this kind of thing. But really, to be fair, there's only one side in our country that would be this incredibly unfair. Like Danny Levinson would say, we're not perfect, but we're better than they are. So Republicans mess up, but they're not mean-spirited. Look, they didn't try to put Eric Holder in jail. They could have put him before a grand jury, indicted his ass, convicted him, messed up his whole life and his record. He deserved it for what he did. So he was found in contempt of Congress, but Republicans did what was always done. It ended there, and they all knew it. They all knew they could not turn over things, and the worst thing that would happen would be some meaningless, you're found in contempt of Congress. Look, I would never want that on my record. That would, that would hurt me to my core. But he never had to worry that anything like his law degree or his law license, rather, uh, or, or that he'd have to go through a criminal court proceeding. But they don't care whose life they destroy. But just remember, and Dershowitz is right about this. He's absolutely right about this. Never believe anything you hear or see when that source is not cross-examined. Think about this. The entire committee is one-sided. None of these things that they say, they do not have to go through cross-examination. So here's my rule on this. Just like I knew the Russia collusion was a fake, and people believed it. You don't know how many people said, Harry, you're usually right, but you're going to be wrong about this one. They've got him. I said, let me tell you something. I'm wrong about stuff all the time, but I'm not wrong about this. They Not only don't they have him, meaning Trump, in the end, I just don't know how long it will take. In the end... It will be proven that it was a complete fraud, all of it, the Steele dossier, the allegations. Then what do you do with a guy like Adam Schiff, who keeps telling us he has proof about Trump and the collusion? And keep in mind, this committee keeps saying they have all this proof, only they don't give it to us. And I'm a big believer in Jonathan Turley as well. Uh, He said this is it, last chance. January 6th committee has yet to establish a criminal case against Trump because there is no uh, criminal case. You may not like his politics. You might not like him. You might not like he's brash. There's a lot of things you might not like, but I'm sorry. There's no crime committed. 
you can just disagree. But then they try to make political disagreement criminal behavior. Don't forget, they wanted to form a committee, an actual department, not a committee, for disinformation. And if they think you were doing something that violated their tribunal of injustice, they wanted to be able to criminally charge you. Remember, they wanted, they wanted to be able to criminally charge Americans who don't believe in their version of climate change. They wanted to be able to criminally charge you. It's really, it, I have to say, even for me, and I, I have been one of the, I believe, most finite, keen observers of what goes on in the establishment body politic for more than 30 years in our country. Not bragging. It's what I do. You're great at what you do. I'm good at what I do. This is what I do. I make it my business. I look at things very, very closely like that Ocasio-Cortez thing. Seems very small, but I was I was studying it. I said, all right, she's handcuffed. But that's not unusual. I mean, you know, it's probably just zip ties. And all of a sudden, I watched the whole thing unravel. And there's something I'm telling you, there is something to that. It's going to be wide open forum for this whole hour. 609-407-1450. Call me. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is six minutes past the hour. Welcome back. I am Hurley in the morning. We are in wide open forum, which means 609-407-1450 is all you need to dial in. And you're on board and uh, on air in the order that you call in. I didn't get a chance to, to cover this in depth in the opening segment i hope in between your calls i get a few minutes to uh to talk further about this president trump asked the pulitzer board he asked them back in 2018 uh to take this all back i mean this reporting is is inaccurate and that they have an obligation to correct mistakes uh in 2018 the pulitzer board refused but it's incontrovertible at this point the new york times for example and others they've acknowledged that the russia collusion narrative was completely false as it relates to trump it there there is a narrative they don't go after it it it, it involves hillary clinton but they still leave her viable because believe it or not there's a very good chance hillary clinton may run for president so they they didn't they refused to take back the stories. They refused to take back the Pulitzer Prizes. Uh, they won't correct the record. Trump has asked them again. If you're not going to take back the prizes, at least take back the stories. But they won't. They won't retract the prizes or the stories. 
609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harris Keith. Hey, from hey Northfield. Keith. Yeah, Keith. Hey, you know, it boggles my mind that you could vote for a person based on their personality, not their policies. That just boggles my mind. Yeah. It, it, it just amazes me. Well, but if you if you think about it for one more fraction of a second, does it really? We're in bizarro world. Nothing should surprise anyone. Hillary Clinton's good. Donald Trump is bad. You know, you, it just that's that's the game. Everything's backwards. I don't know. Last time I I considered, well, I do vote, but I vote on policies. Yeah. <laughs> Not I got you. <laughs> well, that, that's important, too. Uh, I would I believe this. There are a number of people who have voted for President Trump that don't like some of the things he says, some of the mean tweets that don't like his brashness. But then you compare. See, that's why. And I, I'm not going to say if because he is running. The, the only thing we don't know is will he announce before November 8th? Or after November 8th, I would plead with my friend and my president and our immediate past president, just wait until after November 8th, because all that will give the media is they'll make the November 8th election about Trump and not about the issues. The reason I remember to say that, Keith, is because you just talked about you vote the issues. Here's what we know. The next time the American people in 2024 can vote for president they can say, wow, remember the economy and every single demographic, African-Americans, every, every, everything, everything was up. Wages were up. Inflation was low. Price of a gallon of gasoline was a couple of dollars a gallon. I mean, the, the, we, we didn't have food that was triple the prices. Everything was good. People are going to remember that, Keith, or the alternative, this freak show that we have now where they are doubling down uh, as early as today. This morning, President Biden is going to be signing more radical executive orders. This is terrible what's going on. Oh, my dad would flip in his grave. Mine too. My father thought Jimmy Carter was horrific. This guy, Jimmy Carter, and I, I still believe that he has his faculties. He is way up there now in the 90s. I think he's like 97. I'll look it up. Hold on. How old is President Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter is 97 years old. I'll tell you, I know my job, don't I? Uh, he's 97. Yeah. And I, I'm so happy that he got to live to see that he was nowhere near as bad a president as Joe Biden is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Biden's got the top spot now. Yes, indeed. He earned it. <laughs> Without he, a doubt. He earned it. Thanks. Keith, let me get another call in. You are a great American. Thank you for being my friend. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. 4.45 p.m. today, sharp. I will hit the publish button. I'm going to call it, it's not my opus, but it's a great piece. It, I think it's I think it's the best piece on this particular situation to date 
that will ever have been spoken or written. And at 4.45 p.m. today, in a Hurley in the afternoon digital exclusive, I already set myself a, uh, my alarm will go off at 4.40 p.m. And I will be ready. I'll read through it one more time. And I will hit the publish button at 4.45 p.m. And I'm going to, I don't do it with all of my articles, but I am setting it as the lead story. I don't know how long it will be the lead story, but I'm setting it as the lead story. So that when you go either to the app or you go to WPGTalkRadio.com, it will be the very first story that you see in the, I think we have like six of them that are featured and you just can scroll, you know, one through six. It'll be the first one, at least for a period of time. That's at 4.45 p.m. today. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Uh, yes, good morning. It's me again. Yes, um, yes. I'm a spiritual member. I'm a spiritual member of the conspiratorium. I get it from both ends, you know, and the conspiratorium, about, I would say two-thirds or three-fourths uh, three are actually pagans and atheists, but we all love the Constitution. You can talk about any cooked-out thing you want to, just don't talk about praying to God. Hey, On Flash, the- did you hear, speaking of the Constitution, it makes me think of, of President Madison. Did you hear me speak about President Madison and what they've done at his home? They have completely done what they've done to Jefferson. They trash him in his own home. They lie about him in his own home. And this is how these woke socialist, they're not, they're not even socialist Democrats anymore. I mean, these are, these are just communists at this point. I remember, oh my gosh, I remember the language just escalating over the past five or 10 years in terms of how you can describe this hard left side of, of the Democratic Party. It's unbelievable. So basically, you have the author of the Declaration of Independence. They trash him in his home. There's a person there that gives tours that says that President Jefferson never invented anything. He just tinkered. I mean, this is what they're saying about the first secretary of state, the third president, the founder of the University of Virginia. I mean, this brilliant, brilliant thinker and creator and inventor. And now they're doing it with Madison. So I, I, I just have to believe we have to keep winning elections because otherwise there's no – like if I became president, I don't want to be. But I would immediately fire all the people that are trashing the founders of our country in their, in their, in their homes that are places where the American people go and tour. They, they are in the midst of rewriting the whole country every day. They never yeah. take a day off. Yeah, they're yeah, they're tools. They're definitely tools. And the whole thing is that uh, one of my original red pills was Doc Marquis. Now, Doc Marquis was a generational witch or a wizard or warlock, whatever you want to use the word warlock, knock yourself out. But he he had uh, generational witchcraft uh, lineage and went back to old Europe. Anyway, in his own words, he said, I, I, be, I went from being a sold-out slave of Satan to a born-again child of the king. He became a born-again Christian. And it's, and he, he believed that the shadow garment had a lot to do with controlling the voting but not altogether and he was really hoping for uh, he died in 2017 of a brain tumor but he was really hoping for a two back-to-back term of donald trump and then he was thinking about michael pence carrying us into the next decade but no i'm more i'm more desantis than, than pence but anyway he had he had I, he was where i was worried about 
Hillary Clinton winning. He says, don't, don't worry about it. What do you mean, don't worry about it? He says, the Illuminati is a good old boys club. They're not going to let a woman win. So if that's the case, let her run. That'll guarantee we get President Trump back again. Thanks. Well, no. All right, Flash. You, you, you have me at hello, but not, not with that ending. There, there will be a female president in our country. And I don't believe there's any, any secret society that prevents. Look, if something like 40-some thousand votes in three or so states had flipped, Hillary would have been the president. I mean, she was very close and she obviously won the popular vote, which doesn't elect our president, but shows a level of support that she had. Now, of course, a lot of it disproportionately is California, New York, and, and places like that. That's why the the uh, that's why Democrats don't want the electoral college. Boy, if they if they really had their way, they want to add. They just said it a couple days ago. They want to add four justices to the Supreme Court for no for no good reason, just four Democrats. This is how they operate. If they don't win, then they cheat. They cheat to try to win. And if, then if you get lucky enough to win because you beat them by so much, they can't even cheat enough to win. Then they cheat you when you're in. They try to marginalize you, limit your time, keep you on the run like they did with Trump. And then when they win, you're supposed to shut up and go away. Look, we won. Remember now, Stacey Abrams has still not conceded her election of four years ago to Kemp. Hillary Clinton has still not conceded her loss to President Trump. Still has not. But you're supposed to accept that Joe Biden won. And they want to put you in jail if you don't believe that. More of your calls. Right after this, 609-407-1450, an open phone line. I'm Hurley in the morning, and here is Sean Hannity. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. It was only a year ago today Biden was calling inflation transitory and temporary. And it was only last December when he told us, oh, inflation has peaked. So with all these lies about inflation crippling America, hurting the people that least deserve to get hurt. You know, we always get lectures about the rich, the rich, the rich, the rich. They're killing the poor, the middle class and people on fixed incomes. These policies are killing them. But they're so married to their religious climate alarmist cult that they'd rather us keep suffering, as Pete Buttigieg is saying. The more pain we're experiencing from the high price of gas, the benefit there is for those that can access electric vehicles. Well, it's not going to be the poor middle class and people on fixed income. Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. These days, you use your personal information to do just about everything, especially when you're online. With all that info just out there floating around, well, it can make the Internet a practical gold mine for these identity thieves. Wait, actually, wait, I take that back. That's not fair to gold miners. Mining is hard work, but stealing your identity is so dangerously easy in this day and age. LifeLock, they see the threats you miss on your own. If, in fact, your information is compromised, you get an alert. And if, in fact, your identity is stolen, you get a U.S.-based dedicated restoration specialist that will fix it for you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor every transaction, but you can make sure your identity theft protection starts right now and right here. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. They have a low annual rate. 
If you use the promo code Hannity, you'll save an additional 25% off your first year. Protect your name, reputation, finances, and credit score. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. My brother Don told me during the break that there is not a single United States flag left at Madison's home. I mean, now think about this. They do paid tours, very expensive tour, incidentally. I didn't tell you that before. I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot. I just don't remember. And now they're doing what they're doing at Monticello, telling you that Jefferson is terrible and a slave owner and big, 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 enormous printed placards all over the place that they're basically terrible people uh, on and on and on. And I started thinking about this and we've been covering it in in real time, but they want to cancel the father of our country, President George Washington. You don't hear them wanting to, to cancel Adams very often. He's sort of I don't I don't understand. He's he's much greater than he gets credit for. Uh, they want to cancel Thomas Jefferson, the author of the Declaration of Independence. They want to cancel now James Madison, who is basically uh, recognized as author of the U.S. Constitution. They want to cancel the great emancipator, President Lincoln. As I said, Don mentioned no uh, no United States flags at Madison's home, his estate. So there you have the first, the third, the fourth. What's Lincoln? The 16th. I mean, they're just it's like they're knocking over bowling pins. It's it's one at a time. They are trying. And, and let's you know, part of fixing something is understanding there's a problem. They are having great success with their radicalism. They have good people afraid to say anything for fear of being destroyed, canceled, ruined, being called a racist, lose their job, lose their status, stature in their community. I, I, I am hard pressed to even verbalize that they could be any more successful than they have been. Now, success uh, is in the eye, the ear of the beholder. When they succeed, it's a nightmare for our republic. But by their missive, their mission, they have been wildly successful. Good morning. Good morning, Harry. Uh, a couple of things I'd like to talk to you about uh, regarding AOC and her faux handcuffs. So this this was another hands up, don't shoot moment that she was trying to recreate the optics of a woman of color being arrested by a white cop. And, and according to Don Hurley, she's not alone. Ilan Omar, according to Don, I have not confirmed this uh, independently, but Don is pretty accurate with things he says that ilan omar did the same thing she faked as though she was handcuffed so they probably planned it that we're going to get locked up and we want to get locked up and if they don't handcuff us we want to make it look like they handcuffed us well well again ilan omar essentially a woman of color you know the 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 optics of that of that 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 woman of color being arrested by a white cop so that that's what by the way, you have to admire her, though, uh, Ilan Omar. I've never reported this because I, I can't confirm 
what is apparently unconfirmable because any time it's come up, she's very uncooperative about it. But she obviously loves her brother. So, you know, I, I always try to find the silver lining in things. You know what I'm saying, Andy? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not going to take her love for her brother away from her, ever. No, no. <laughs> they, as the song goes, they can't take that away from me. There you go. <laughs> so uh, Hillary and uh, Stacey Abrams. So I, I'm reminded of when Chris Wallace asked Donald Trump if he would accept the results of the election, and he said, yes, if I win. And that was appalling. I remember Hillary saying that that Donald Trump was a threat to our democracy because because he refused to say whether he would accept the results of the election. And then, of course, they do exactly what they accuse you of doing. They actually do it for real. Yeah, and I want to I, I, I want to talk about uh, the possible candidates. Uh, I I don't know if you heard this. Um, Kellyanne Conway the other night. Uh, broke the story that both Kamala Harris and uh, Gavin Newsom are approaching donors. That is, that is correct. Let's talk about that in just a moment. Hang in there. Don't go away. Uh, let's see. And to our next caller, don't you go away. You'll be right after that. I, w- I do want to finish this. Andy, what you said is true. That That's not a rumor. Uh, it's a confirmed fact. They have been approaching donors. They And, and now think how disloyal... When have you ever witnessed a sitting vice president doing this kind of thing a year and a half into your term? You talk about just rotten people. And evidently, Gavin Newsom promised uh, President Biden he's not running. But we all saw him at the White House there on purpose. Shame on Prime Minister Ron Klain for allowing Gavin Newsom to be there when the president, who's so weak, was not here, and you've got Gavin Newsom, this joke, this gravelly-voiced joke. Sounds like, I don't even know what, like a like a wrestling character. Vince, I gotta tell you, Vince, uh, I'm gonna wrestle Bruno. That's San Martino next. I mean, I can't stand listening to him. I don't want him to be president. Just, just his voice is terrible. It's like his vocal cords got put through a shredder, and then it got reattached. It's awful. But he's there with his coat off, walking around all by himself, like he's the president of the United States. Great disrespect at many levels to allow that to happen. Your calls continue in just a moment. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And I am Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Breaking news coming up digitally at 4.45 p.m. today. It is a Harry Hurley exclusive. Don't miss it. Vice President Harris compares Roe v. Wade to slavery at the NAACP National Convention in Atlantic City. That's made big national news. The New Jersey heat wave can bring significant dangers for you and your pets. And New Jersey's Chuck Wepner, the inspiration for Sylvester from the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Heat advisory posted today, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. The combination of heat and humidity flirting with the danger zone, the heat index approaching 100. You have to take care of yourself in this kind of heat. By the thermometer high of 93, it'll be mostly sunny and dry. 
clear tonight, low 76, partly sunny, breezy tomorrow, high 95, heat index over 100, chance of an isolated thunderstorm. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Your home could be worth early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Sean. 37 minutes past the hour. Uh, my brother wrote me during the break, uh, and I was aware of this. This was a couple of days ago. Uh, Dr. Oz, you talk about people doing stupid stuff. He had Trump's full-throated support, so he can't get away from being a Trump Republican. Why would you come out and say, quote, MAGA, Make America Great Again movement is dying? Why would you do that? You're running against an unhealthy, really crazy, goofy Democrat, Fetterman. Uh, why do something like this? I mean, I think he just jumped the shark with this stupidness. There's no way to split the baby here. You can't, you can't be a Trump Republican to win the primary, this isn't like Nixon with his strategy of you run to the right in the primary and then you run to the center for the general election. This is not something subtle. This is ridiculous to do that. And it's not true on top of that. I mean, look at the uh, record of Trump endorsed candidates uh, with Republican voters. I mean, it's it's undeniable, including uh, Cox winning in Maryland last night without even it's such a big win. They don't even need to wait two days for the mail-in ballots to be counted. Uh, Joe Girallo will be joining us for the 8 o'clock hour today. We're going to do a full debriefing of what's going on at the Atlanta County Clerk's Office. And he's just a, he's, he's a fantastic public servant, really the, the, the prototype uh, person that you'd want for this position. And also, uh, I will raise my right hand and I will take an oath of office, an official oath of office uh, here live on the program. Now, this is this will be a first for me. I've taken the oath uh, since 1992, and I've taken it uh, two times as a school board member. Uh, but I've given, I have been the officiant and presided over, we've we've actually performed the oath of office swearing in of Council President Marsh, Council President Tibbet, Mayor Langford, and others. We do it on a rare occasion. Uh, but this will be my first time on air actually taking the oath of office, which will be administered by our Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo. That's coming up a little bit later in the program during the next hour. All right, uh, Andrew. By the way, is your real name is your real name Andrew? Is that your full proper name? Yes, it is. Did your mother call you Andrew? Yes, I thought so. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, whether whether I was good or bad, she called me Andrew. Yes. So uh, I wanted to talk about this lineup of, of Democrats. So yeah, you mentioned uh, we, we talked about uh, Gavin Newsom. You know, I to me, he's 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 a, he could be a Batman or Dick Tracy character. <laughs> you could call him Gravel Throat, Gravel Throat, or something. I know you've heard <laughs> you've heard him, right? See, you're a broadcaster, and you know you you you've worn a headset for for thirty some years. You know he sounds terrible to listen to. Yeah. So you have a guy who so destroyed his state that he 
he he not only uh, survived a recall election, and then his his running mate is going to be a woman from the same state that got destroyed by the Democrats, who couldn't even get one one percent support from her own party in the primary and had to drop out of the race even before the election year began. Correct. So, and the, and this is the best they have to offer. Yes. Now, who else could be running? So Bernie Sanders, who who shouldn't buy any green bananas, <laughs> and Elizabeth Warren, who could have been a waitress at the Last Supper, and and you know, you, and then and then Hillary Clinton is definitely going to run, barring any any physical malady. But another name that gets tossed out there is is um, uh, Michelle Obama. Now, did you mention Pete Buttigieg? Because you know he's running as well. He's running right now. Yeah, well, well, he's a joke. Uh, well, he is. They're all a joke. But I mean, you got to put him in there too. I mean, he is a, he is a secretary of of one of the cabinet of one of the positions. He's in the cabinet. Uh, he is running. He's clearly running. He says all these goofy things about energy that are, I think, stealth, very unhe- unhelpful to President Biden. You know, President Biden is surrounded by. An absolute, you know, you, you hear about Lincoln and team of rivals and this thing. Biden is surrounded by treachery. Yeah, and and the most vapid, unimpressive people. Yes, but but Michelle, think of Michelle Obama now, Harry. If Joe Biden is considered the third term of Barack Obama, and is so hated because of it, and his poll numbers show it then what would Michelle Obama be considered the fourth Obama term? Oh, without a doubt. And incidentally, I'm very happy that it does not appear to be a path that she wants to take because this is going to sound crazy, but she could win. The media would just, oh my gosh, it would be, it would be the, the, the streets, the line, the, the path would be paved in, in gold, uh, I'm glad she doesn't want to run because she would definitely be a problem to run against. Well, Harry, I'm not sure because I'll tell you what, I think the American people have had it with people who hate this country and she never hid her hatred for this country. You could argue that. that Hey, look, her husband wouldn't wear a flag pin because he said he didn't want to take sides. That was during a campaign for president. I mean, and he got elected. Uh, it, it almost, in bizarro world rules, which is suspension of disbelief, reality doesn't matter, Andy. Well, and you, well, you know, but the thing about Donald Trump is he is the one person, and, and, and you know, I, I guess maybe DeSantis, but, but certainly Trump, and I can't think of anyone else who would go after any one of these candidates, regardless if they're white, black, male, female, straight, LGBTQ, he's going to destroy you. If you're you're talking trash and you're talking hatred for this country and you're talking radical leftism, he doesn't care what your persuasion, what your color, what your sexual orientation, he will destroy you. No doubt. I got to run, Andy. I've got to go to the break. We're approaching 45 minutes past the hour. And uh, please don't go away on the phone lines. We're coming right back. You will be the next caller as soon as we come back. And you'll be right after that. And we'll get you both in, I promise, right after this. 
I am her early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. And we thank you for it. And we know it. And coming up in about 20 minutes, that'll be after the top of the hour break, our Atlanta County, our esteemed Atlanta County clerk, Joe Girallo. And I'm not sure because he hasn't confirmed, but Frank Neal, All Season Solar, is on my schedule. If he's not available, we'll reschedule. And I'm going to invite Don Hurley to join the program because we're running out of week. We have uh, Senator Testa coming up at the end of the week. We have something else. We do the air show previews uh, in the 9 o'clock hour on Friday. Tomorrow is jam-packed. We're doing something that I, I, I guess we have done it on rare occasions, but it is very, very rare. We will present Stockton University President Dr. Harvey Kesselman for two hours tomorrow. Oh, and when I tell you, we have a lot to cover. Major, major stuff. Don't miss this. 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Then we have John Zarek, and then we're going to have some open forum in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow. And Friday's already jammed. It's hard to believe, and we're running out of July. I mean, this summer is more than half over at this point. It's all flying by. That's why you, you must not mark time. You must make it count. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Joe Biden is a historically unpopular president now, even lower than Donald Trump, because it's been one disaster after another. Today in the Washington Post, they had a column up that said how media coverage drove Biden's political plunge. What? It's the media's fault for tricking people into not liking Joe Biden. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Weekday afternoons at 1 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. Uh, I am looking, uh, standing right before me. I should say sitting right before me at his console is our esteemed Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Durallo. We'll introduce you right after the top of the hour break. We have some more calls to take at 52 minutes past the hour on the Hurley in the Morning program. Welcome. Thanks for hanging in there. You're on the air. Uh, good morning, Harry, and, and good morning, Joe. We, I'm in the uh, the Republicans Club for Summer's Point, and we always enjoy having you there. You're doing, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Really you really does. Uh, um, listen, just a few things. Um, you were talking about Madison and, and Jefferson. Uh, well, look what happened uh, with Kaepernick versus Betsy Ross, and that's a, that's a private company. It's so incredible that this broke, woke joke era is picking winners and losers and the losers keeping people like Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, now Madison. I mean, who's next? I mean, it is though they have a structured plan one at a time. They're going to just keep going after all of it until they get it all. They erase it all. I mean, come on. I've been to Monticello. I don't know, Andrea, if you ever have been. It was one of the great experiences of my life. I was looking at all these things that he created. Now they've got an actual curator or, or tour person there that's telling people that are on the tour of Monticello that Jefferson never invented anything. He tinkered. I mean, this is unbelievable what they're doing and what they're getting away with. 
Well, this is interesting. If you remember, if you are in the Wayback Machine when Clinton was president, he was going to sh- shut down all three of the surface academies because we didn't have anybody to uh, be worried about anymore because, you know, all the Cold Wars were all over. That's kind of scary. But just a couple kind of funny things. So I was watching a show the other night, uh, and it was so Willie-esque. The woman, who was a young African woman, African-American woman, and she's a nurse, and she said she only watches beauty pageants that have melanated women. Now, if she's a nurse, she should know that we all have melanin, but the goal of that, to say that, uh, and lastly, I was watching Newsom, and he's got those crazy AOC eyes, like they're like great big, like when, yeah. you, like, when you've ever seen anybody like squeeze a hamster, but here's the funny thing, he's got those great big giant eyes, and we have our president, to his eyes look like two pee holes in the snow. Oh, it's, it I is, know. it's like two slits. I don't know how he sees. That's why every, every chance he gets, even if it's not sunny, he puts on those aviator glasses because he knows that when you look at someone that's in his state of whatever is going on i've always said i'm not qualified i'm not a doctor but i know it when i see it i mean he has dead lifeless eyes and and you're right about it they don't open very much at all or i think it would even be worse but you're, you're also right about the aoc crowd her wide crazy eyes i mean it, it's it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest Appreciate your call, Andrea. 609-407-1450, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. How you doing? Very well. Even better now. Oh, yes. Now, today's going to be a happy call. Oh, good. Um, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking back in the day when I was a kid, like all of us were. <laughs> One of my favorite shows was Tales Navy. And I think it was the PT boat that grabbed me, you know, slicing through the water. And, you know, at that tender age, I, in fact, I have a picture. Uh, my mom had me uh, done up in the sailor suit, enlisted uh, rank. Um, and I was just thinking, wow, you know, if that's the Navy, I want to join it. I mean, if my captain is Commander McHale, wow, you know. That was then. And as I got older, you know, MASH came about, and I'm thinking, damn, if I enlist, hopefully my CEO will be Henry Blake. (laughs) But sadly, reality does not work that way. No. But for those two times, we all enjoy some little moment of uh, unique, silly what, and incidentally, wasn't Ernest Borgnine and Tim Conway and that cast, weren't they incredible? Oh, yeah. And Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Richard Dawson was in that cast, wasn't he? Wow. No. Uh, it was Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. That's right. I should have remembered that. Bob Crane. It's still a mystery, basically, how he died. He got his head bashed in. Uh, very, very suspicious. You know, he was murdered. Right. He Richard Dawson was on Hogan's Heroes, another great show, by the way. Yeah. Did you know that the PT boat that they used for the series was not only an actual PT boat, but formerly owned by Howard Hughes? Did not know that. Not only that, and they sadly... Uh, and then the episode of Emergency. I love that show. Oh, I love that. Uh, emergency. Ch- Chad Everett. 
No, that was uh, oh, no. medical story. The medical story? Or me medical center? Yeah, medical center. Med medical medical center. center. Yeah, I'm all over the place well, here. I loved emergency with the two paramedics. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Randall Mantooth, oh, and I, for I forget the other one. Yeah. Right. Well, sadly, one of their episodes, they trashed, they burned PT-109 as part of the episode. Uh, what are they doing that for? I mean, what, what was wokeness here before we uh, we even knew it? It probably was. Peter, I've got to go. I'm going to get in one more call. We're running out of time here in this hour. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hello. Hello to you. Um, hi. I love your show. I listen to it every morning. Well, thank you. Uh, my my thoughts, um, during the presidential Democratic debates, didn't Kamala Harris call Joe Biden a racist? In no uncertain terms. And Joe Biden hates her for it. Never wanted her to be the pick. They they are they don't get uh, tagged with it all. But this is such a dysfunctional group. They hate each other. It, it is terrible what's going on. You, sir, are absolutely correct. Kamala Harris viciously went after Joe Biden and called him a racist. And, and he picked her to be his vice presidential running mate. That tells you how ridiculous he is. You would pick anybody but her. When she called him that, she wasn't, she was correct. She was correct, but it was still a vicious thing to do to the front runner in your party's primary process. She went for it. She was Dunsville. She was completely getting smoked out of the race and she just went for it and it didn't work. Yeah. Let me let me run only because of the end of the hour. Please call me again sometime. And you you warmed my whole day uh, by your kind words at the beginning of the call. Thank you very much for listening. And thank for calling. you much. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate you, Joe Girallo. When I tell you a prince among men, he joins us next. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Approaching seven minutes past the hour, and we are spending the entire hour, a lot of ground to cover, a lot of good work that our Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo, is doing. Uh, he has great taste in uh, Hamilton blueberries as well. I can now testify to that. Uh, Mr. Clerk, welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Good morning, Harry. Uh, and I have to tell you, it's always a pleasure to come down and talk to you, talk to your listeners, and uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your time as well. Great to be with you. Uh, let me just put the first question out there. We're going to do this other thing whenever you, you, you give the word when you want to do that. But let me put a first question out onto the floor. Uh, state of the state, the Atlanta County Clerk's Office. This much I know because I'm not a casual observer. I pay a lot of attention uh, you have been very active, and it's it's evident your footprint, your stamp on the office. You you have been very busy, haven't you? Thank you, Harry. Yes, I have. I uh, as you know, uh, 
I love my job. I love my new job. I love what I do every single day. And I spend many, many hours a day there, as well as at night talking about the office. There have been so many changes that have taken place in the clerk's office in the first, I'm going to call it seven months since I took office. We uh, first off went in and, and we began a, a cleanup of the office, which um, I think we're, we're, we're just about there. We're, we will, that will be done shortly. We are revamping many things in the office. Um, the staff is being cross-trained. Atlantic City office is open full full time with full service minus election services. That's really, I think, excellent. And I think it's important because you, you don't want to have a satellite office in name only so that you can say you have an Atlantic City office. It should be viable and there's no reason for it not to be. No. So we can you can do recording there. We do uh, passports there, notary, trade names, um, everything that we do on the mainland we we do there and business is picked up of course i've reached out to to the title companies to the law firms saying we are open for business in atlantic city and it works um it's no secret that my goal in the next 18 months will be to open a second satellite in the western end of wow. atlantic county because you would you would understand that Atlanta County is the third largest area-wise county in the state of New Jersey. And you're, you're, you're right about this. There are people that have to drive quite a distance. Correct. Because of just the track record of where things are located, because that's how it was done. I like that you're doing that. Yeah, so that's something that we're I'm looking at. We'll be sitting with the executive. Uh, I'm hoping after the first of the year to, to look at a satellite in the western end of the county. Let me ask you a question about passports. I have one. My wife has one. We did a cruise. It was a great guest listener cruise event. We did Alaska, Victoria, British Columbia. So I really only got the passport because we were leaving the country. And you remember back in the day, you didn't need a passport to go to Canada. Uh, Victoria, British Columbia is part of Canada, but but that changed a number of years ago to where you do need a passport. Is a passport good for 10 years? Passport is good for 10 years. If it, if you're uh, under 16, they're good for five years. So we, we, we have the, the passport, and it really is another indicator of how fast life is going by in less than a year that 10 years will be up. Yeah. So we'll be in. What's involved? We know what we did because we did it. What's involved with the renewal? Renewal is a little bit less of a, of a process. You send along your other passport. We, we pr- prepare that, prepare the paperwork, uh, update pictures. Um, currently, we... Do you take the pictures there? We have not. So we would bring the little pictures with us. Yeah, currently we tell people to go to CVS or Walgreens. They'll take the the photo. Um, Spoke with county administration yesterday. Due to COVID, we had the office stop taking pictures. We are looking at going back into, as I call it, the picture business. Full service. Full service. We want to do it there because... By the way, I'm not saying anything about it. Nothing critical. I understand it all. But if we're going to say we're not in a pandemic and it's an endemic thing then that would be like shutting down a, a piece of your business for the cold or for anything else. We never shut it down for the flu, and the flu kills people. So at some point, we have to forget this whole mindset of we're in an emergency all the time. Correct. So I don't care about bringing the picture in from Walgreens, which is convenient for me, or CVS. 
But I just like the idea, the more we get back to normal, the more normal we are. Correct. And that's what we want to do. We want to go back to that. But in rearranging some of the office, as I've done, um, we need to make that the staff is safe when, yeah. when the public comes in. So that's something that we want to do. Atlantic City is much easier for us to uh, begin taking pictures because of the way the office is set up. Um, our employees don't have to come out from behind the counter. It doesn't, unfortunately, work that way in May's Landing. So that's something that um, is going to change, and we're going to do so that we're full service. With that, some counties uh, in the state do picture, some don't. How long in advance, so that you don't take a chance on it expiring, so that you're right on top of it, how much advanced time should I you would tell yourself? you anywhere from two to three months because right now uh, a non-expedited uh, passport application is anywhere from eight to eleven weeks for you to get it back. Wow, eight to eleven weeks, and if you expedite it, you, it might be five to seven weeks. The to expedite cost you another thirty-five dollars. Just to give you Six, an idea, just to give you an idea how yes. how everything is broken now. Our country is broken. I don't know if you agree. I do agree. Uh, that I got my passport within two weeks. That's how long it took 10 years ago. Nine, I mean, not lie, nine years and one month ago. I think it expires on June 23rd, or it's almost exactly 11 months from now. I can tell you that, and it will take that amount of time. But isn't that crazy? Yes. So, in other words, what used to take two weeks now might take three months. Well, I'll be honest, in redoing the and revamping the office, we're making a conference room. Um, some of that furniture was ordered before I took office in November. We're still waiting for the furniture. Yeah. So it's the it's, supply chain is broken. I look at the staff and tell them, I I have the ability to move. I have the ability to get things done. I can't without the computers coming yeah. in. Yeah, you need happening. what you need. It just, it by, just, by the way, I'm just curious. You know, inquiring minds want to know. You clean the place before the day starts. You set the chairs up <laughs> before the day starts. Are you going to build the furniture? I'm assuming uh, it's not coming uh, completely assembled. Uh, you're going to build the furniture the, too. The, the staff knows that I run around the office with my hammer and toolkit and move things. So and it's build not. Things. It's not absurd. I mean, <laughs> this is possible. You might be putting together you know how sometimes the chairs come partially assembled yes. and you have so you you may I, I you may be in the furniture business is what i'm saying i've been known to do that okay. harry i'm not surprised and uh um, i point that i out. don't i don't like to um as my mother would say you're impatient you don't like to wait for anybody you want to get it done yourself and we've done that and uh, we've moved books we've done things um, when you get a chance i want you to come out to the clerk's office to see what we've done um we're moving I'm and, looking forward to it because I know what it looked like. I've been there many times, so it, it will be very apparent to me what it, you've it's, done. It's very different in appearance, but let's go further to, to things that we're doing. Right after uh, the break. Sure. We'll be right back. We're visiting with Atlanta County Clerk Joe Girallo. I am respectfully yours, Hurley, in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one talk station, all because of you. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Illinois only. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. We're back. It's uh, 20 minutes past the hour with Joe Girallo. He is the Atlanta County Clerk. And he continues. You were just about to share some of the services. Well, Harry, I want to tell you that, uh, first of all, as I've said to you, I love my job. I love what I do uh, for the people of Atlanta County every day. Uh, upon becoming clerk, uh, it was my decision to uh, 
to marry people. And I have to tell you, it is, it is many days a highlight of, of, of my day, meeting so many people um, that want to get married. Of course, I never knew that so many people would call upon you. Would call. And I will tell you that right now we are booking into February of 2023 to marry people. As of this week, we will have married 80-some some couples. Wow. And it is unbelievable. Uh, enjoy it. Meet wonderful people. Uh, well, you, you, you know this because you've been doing it and doing it very well. And you're a good man and you have, you have a good heart. It's a very special thing that you're doing there. It's very personal. It, it's very personal. You get to meet them. Uh, you get to talk to them. Um, the other day, I married a, a gentleman, and, and, and she became his wife. He was 76 years old. He was a colonel. He was the son of a sharecropper. Uh, came from, from South Carolina, where he grew up. What an interesting history. What a, what a whole, his whole aspect on life, how he uh, educated and he, be, he got an MBA and you name it. I wow. mean, there are, I've learned so much. I've met so many wonderful people and it's something that I enjoy. And it is of no cost when now, you come down to the you, clerk's office. I'm, I'm presuming you have done everything from marry people at the office to marrying people at their home? I've married people at home. I married one in Hamilton on the Feast of Mount Carmel Day uh, down by the lake. Uh, Friday, I have... You, you've done ones by the lake in that gazebo? Yes, yeah, I have. I've been to a ceremony been, there. been there. Um, Hamilton Township was wonderful. They put a gazebo in, the, in, the, in their little, the little park by the fountain so we have that we also now have a uh, gazebo inside the clerk's office that oh, was decorated very nice um by john kurtz so you the, make it the, special and that's special you can come in now to inside if it's raining or if it's cold or bad weather we can do it inside we have uh, that's we nice for photographs because yes. it doesn't look like you did it at city hall Correct. or in a in a you know sterile sterile office that's really nice that you do that we tell people you can do the gazebo we can go down by the river we can do by the the fountain we can go uh in the office if you want to be married by the famous copper doors as i call them yeah uh, you can get married in the gazebo inside of our office that's been decorated by john kurtz the florist in mays landing um unbelievable so and i've done them at home friday i have one that i'll be going down to uh, smithville at three o'clock and marry i have one on black friday that will be in a venue out of the county that I will go to. Uh, the law permits that the uh, a county clerk can marry anywhere in the state of New Jersey. What type of, I'm not talking travel if you go a, a certain distance. How much time do you commit to one of these? I commit at least an hour uh, when we schedule. We commit an hour because when uh, the couple comes in, nine out of ten times they bring their witnesses. Um, there's four sets of uh, certificates that have to be signed i always speak with the people before i get married the actual ceremony probably takes about six to seven minutes uh unless and i've had some that have written their own vows mm -hmm. which have been beautiful um if not um jen sends them everything ahead of time and says this is the service this is what we need to do here's the checklist um and anybody that follows uh me on facebook um you'll see the wedding on Facebook and um, I always ask for permission if they don't agree some you don't see some 
most people are very happy to say, yeah, please do that. Um, if they come to the office and they don't have witnesses, we can provide witnesses for them. At the completion of the service, they get a certificate signed by the county clerk with the uh, vows, their service, and the instructions how to get their um, real certification of their marriage from the state of New Jersey after. So we, we step them all the way through. Uh, yesterday, um, funny part, we booked five additional weddings in the next two weeks. Wow. Just yesterday. I don't know. It must have been wedding day. It's going to become your it, next full-time job. Yeah. It's, yes. Uh, Top of your full-time job. Uh, my friends and family laugh. They call me Father Joe. But uh, <laughs> And I have other people that tell me that the people really aren't married because they weren't married by a priest. They were only married by you. Uh, but it really is. That's cruel. Uh, yeah, I laugh. <laughs> I laugh. Uh, but it, it really is. Uh, it is a wedding. It's Make real. your ceremony however you want it. Uh, I ask them, you want me to wear my shirt? You want me to put on a jacket? You know, it's your day. We'll make it special. The largest one I've done so far, Harry, they brought over 100 people to the park. Wow. It was unbelievable. Big wedding. So, and some come by themselves, and I've had up to 100. Fridays is at a regular venue. Are you uh, surprised at how quickly the word has gotten out it that ha you do this? It has spread unbelievable. I mean, this didn't exist before you became the clerk. And give that number again. How many have you done? How 80. Uh, yesterday was my 80th uh, wedding, and I have... Two today, I have one at noon and one at three. Uh, Friday, I have one at one thirty, and then Smithville at three. I think I have one on Saturday. They're still adjusting their schedule. And next week, I know that right now there's nine on schedule for wow. next week. Because that's the first thing I do in the morning before I vacuum the office, so to speak. I check my schedule to see. Um, funny part is... Uh, we're getting more calls for people that want to get married at 7 and 8 o'clock in the morning, which is a, a problem for me since I'm up early. And, they're uh, getting married before they go to work. Before they go to work <laughs> or, you know, they're leaving or, or, or whatever they want to do. But I enjoy it, and it's great to meet people, and we do, I do go wherever they ask me to go and spend the time with them. And uh, I think it's an important duty yeah. uh, because very not, special. not all elected officials have that kind of time to do such but it's part of my job well you make the time i do and i make it it, it work and we keep a, a schedule by the way you made it part of your job uh it wasn't in the services that were listed prior to you i don't believe no so the authority is vested in the constitutional officer but this is the first time as Fif you know in 15 years yeah i mean it just hasn't been something that was happening yes uh mike mike garvin the previous yeah. the previous previous county clerk and you know he was a priest yes i do so i mean and, that's and, not and, shocking and, that and, he... and and he was a true gentleman a oh, perfect gentleman and, beautiful man and the the staff that's been there from when he was there have said to me this is like the old times when mike brought people into the office um we have uh, drinks. So you're, in that respect, you're going back to the future. Yes. I like that. Yeah. We have drinks, and I don't mean alcohol. We have, you know, uh, uh, water and Propel and Gatorade, and we have, you know, crackers. And you come into the office, we want you to feel comfortable, and we have our discussions, and then off we go. Does and Danny send a fruit tray or anything <laughs> like that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. He's very frugal with the taxpayer dollars. And, and so am I. I understand. This is all done at all yeah. at no cost to the taxpayers. I think it's beautiful. I think it's special. And it's yet another service 
that the Atlanta County Clerk's Office provides. Well, I want to talk about our next service, Harry, that'll be um, really get a lot of publicity after uh, August the 1st, something coming online. And in this day and age, we know that your property can be stolen from you. People can take mortgages out against your property yeah. and you not even be aware of yeah. it. So upon taking office... Um, People have gotten away with doing quick claim deeds. Yes. They own your property now. They take everything that they can take out of it. And it happens so quickly that you don't know what hits you until it's too late. It's over. Yeah. As I, as I look, the party's over by the time yeah. you know what happened to you. Um, as you know, I'm very close with the clerk in Cape May County. Rita is really the salt of the earth. Fantastic. Uh, I've also been very involved in Coange Constitutional Officers of New Jersey, went, talked to them, um, and as of no August 1st, we had pr I'm happy to announce the property fraud alert services, and that's on the brochures that will be handed out. And this is a free service to anyone that will then come on our new website and register. So that if there is any action that were to take place against your property, you'll get an automatic alert. People actually pay LifeLock for stuff like this. Correct. This will now be free. This is free. This is great. This is free. I, I, I made the decision uh, to pay for this out of the clerk's trust fund. Uh, the trust fund, uh, because I'm transparent, the trust fund, the clerk, the clerk by statue um, gets $2 for every document that goes through the office. And um, it is the clerk, that has so yeah. can you know can do what they need to do with that. What's well, so this is a responsible use? And of I funds. thought that this was a great use to take this service and make it free of charge to the people of our county. Um, I would encourage everybody in Atlanta County, every homeowner, sign up. Sign up. Why it, not? It, it'll be online. Um, you know, this could save you such incredible distress because I can tell you as a former banker. Go try to explain that this this new mortgage that you have, this second mortgage, you know. That you on, didn't do it. That you didn't that, do. That you didn't do this. And you're going to be responsible for, and then if you stop, if you don't make payments, it's going to be on your credit report. You're going to be fighting a, an absolute Vulcan death match to try to get that off your credit report that you're the victim of identity theft and all this. It is a nightmare. Or they start to foreclose on your property. That is correct. And that has happened. Yeah, nightmare. Half-time break. We'll be right back. You can continue right where you are, Joe, right after this. We're visiting with our terrific Atlanta County clerk, just a beautiful man and, and a great executive, Joseph Giralo, in the house on the Hurley in the Morning program. We'll be back. This is WPG Talk Radio. 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And this is Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Vice President Harris has compared Roe v. Wade. She made news in Atlantic City comparing Roe v. Wade to slavery at the NAACP National Convention. We have the story. The heat wave and all aspects about that. We've written the, uh, an article about that in New Jersey's own Bayonne bleeder, Chuck Wepner. He is the inspiration, if you didn't know, for Sylvester Stallone's Rocky Balboa. We have that. 
From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Less of a west breeze today. That means the sea breeze machine will hopefully fire up along the Jersey Shore, keeping beaches slightly cooler and more comfortable. Inland high 93, the heat index approaching 100. It'll be mostly sunny and dry all day. Clear tonight and sticky, low 76, partly sunny and breezy tomorrow. High of 95, heat index over 100, slight chance of a thunderstorm. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. 38 minutes past the hour. Joe Girallo, Atlanta County Clerk, is our guest. Uh, Please continue. Well, Harry, it's it's, uh, a great service. I'm hoping that a lot of people take advantage of it. And uh, there will be a lot of publicity that will come forth and a lot of press releases. Uh, We'll call in to the radio. We'll let everyone know when it is up and online. I want to thank the Board of Commissioners uh, for their support because to to extend the contract and to do such a service. And they they fully understand what this means. And I think the greatest phone call I had, and I, I know she won't be upset that I mentioned her name is Bonnie Lindahl, um, she called me. She lives in another county. She said, until you came to the Board of Commissioners and you talked about this, I didn't even know that Kate May had this service. Wow. Wow. She said, I went on. I registered. I put all the aliases of our name and everything. She said, anybody that wouldn't take advantage of this for free. Got to do it. Because in all honesty. If- do you, can you, when this is all set up. Can you do it remotely, the whole thing, or do you have to go into the clerk's no, office? No, at some you point? can do it remotely. This is You're going to be, be do it remotely through is, your computer. This is going to be great, and this way you will be protected. What's right? your goal to have this up and running by? Um, up and running by August the fifteenth. Fantastic! And I'm, I'm going to do it. Just so you're aware, this is something I have. I began. I began work on uh, in April. Fantastic! And it takes time, as we know. Um, by the time I got the quote, we went through it, and I understood how we were going to do this, tied it in with, and I'll um, go back. Uh, the county clerk's website, very outdated when I took office. You're going to see a very fresh, new website, okay, that will um, be superior to what we have. It'll be interactive, meaning if you have a question of the clerk's office in the middle of the night and you type it in, someone will answer that question first thing in the morning. You'll that's hear great. somebody live. Um, that's that's where we're going with all that. So we will kick it off there. It'll be kicked off in the media so that everyone knows about property alert. What would you say? I don't expect you to know like a 82.5%. What general comment could you make about the level of knowledge of the consuming public atlanta county residents that were aware of the many services that are offered I- i'm just going to guess as a layperson that people are probably surprised when they learn some of these services that they didn't know about i'm going to say the education level of the the potential atlanta county consumer was not where it should be which i'm not I'm, i never blame the citizens for that uh your proactivity, I believe, is bringing out a lot of information that really enlightens the public as to what you and your office does. Well, that's that's interesting, Harry, and, and I'm going to comment to that, that 
when I ran for county clerk, people said to me, what does the county clerk do? Um, they didn't I, know. I did have no... I think they kind of know that you have some role in elections. Correct. But I don't know they to They don't what understand that people... we deal with your property, any yeah. any real property you have, whether you do a mortgage or a deed. They're all filed with the it's county. All, everything yeah. is filed and on record with the county. We are the keeper of deeds and records. We, we do election services. We do passport services. And just as we're going to swear you in, the county clerk is the person responsible for notary services, meaning that we swear you in. You do your paperwork through the state, which is now done online, which now you have to take, if you're a brand new notary, a 150-question uh, test. I got to say something. This was the best uh, process. I've had this since 1992. Did it's it never- online? Did it online? Yes, I did. It's never been hard, but this was, I mean, the, the senator's role in it, what I had to do, this was effortless. And it came to me very, very quickly, the paperwork that you see here in front of you this morning. Correct. Yeah. And, and they've gotten very quick with it. Yes. Uh, it's probably another part of my job that I like the I, best. By the way, I didn't know there was a test. Uh, yes. The new, the new, if you're a brand new notary, uh, it's $15 every time you take the test and if you fail the test you pay another fifteen dollars which will go from there but the issue is it's a hundred and fifty question test to become a notary uh, and that became law as of july the first do you take that on a computer or do oh, you, you can do it on a computer yeah do it on a computer i will tell you that it is probably the second best thing that i enjoy of my job uh every time a notary comes in to to the office and they do their paperwork uh, i love to come out and i swear in notaries i probably swear in anywhere between five to seven notaries a day depending upon the day i will tell you that our office during the course of a year swears in anywhere between 11 and 1300 notaries wow that's how many people come in contact with the county clerk's office And I always tell people, when at some point in your life you will touch base with the clerk's office, whether it's a passport, whether it's a notary, whether it's a business name, whether it's a mortgage, whether whether it's it's your absentee ballot, you know, your vote by mail, your sample ballot, all that stuff is designed in the clerk's office. By the way, were you did I don't want to say did you breathe a sigh of relief because I know you did the work, Mm. but we have had so many consecutive elections of mistakes on the ballot, and some of them have been, I'll call them fatal. When you get something where you need a new election or horrible, you know, levels of controversy and contest phase, it's terrible. Uh, I'm not aware of any problems. Now, I have to tell you, uh, there were no problems, knock on wood, coming through the, uh, the primary. We are now gearing up and getting ready to do the general. Uh, I will announce that on August the 15th at 3 p.m. in my office will be the drawing of ballot positions, row A, row B, column A, column B. It it is transparent. It is in public. Uh, We will then uh, do the drawing for all of the school board candidates. Remind me again, August 15th at what time? 3 p.m. in the county clerk's office. I will also tell you that school board Petitions can be filed up until Monday, the 25th of July, at the county clerk's office. That's where school board petitions are filed. And they are starting to really trickle in this week. Uh, And they are due by 4 o'clock 
on the day Monday. Have you noticed, we have to run to the break and we'll come back strong. Have you noticed with school board um, slots, there used to be big numbers of candidates running. Now, in some cases, there there aren't even enough in terms of open seats. They appoint people so, after the something's election. Something's going on here yes. where I don't know if that's become a really aggravating position. I loved it. I mean, obviously, you're not getting paid, so you're doing it for other reasons, either because you love it or because it's a launching pad to run for council mayor, you know, for uh, a commissioner, all these other things. County clerk. Yeah, county clerk <laughs> in the year 2042, because uh, you got a you got a long career ahead of you. Um, but I sense that there is an issue where there's an unwillingness to serve in these positions. I, I would agree with you, Harry. Sorry, I, And sorry to hear that. I served 15 years, and, and I have to tell you, of everything I've ever done in my life, and I, I'm quoted in the local paper this week, it taught me so much. There's so much to learn on a board of education because a school district is basically a community all to its own. That's true. With the busing, with the lunch, oh, yeah. with the feeding of children, well, you, with look the at, education. Look at it, like Egg Harbor Township or, or Atlantic City, for example. The Atlantic City school budget is as big as the city budget. It, each of them are as big as the entire county budget. Correct. It's crazy. Absolutely. Got to get the break in. We'll be right back. Joe Girallo, Atlantic County Clerk, continues. Let me say this to you before we go to the break. Um, a very good friend of mine, Chief Ken Adams, just wrote about, um, well, 843. Uh, I knew Joe was going to do a great job, but he has exceeded expectations. A lot of people had high expectations for you. Your campaign was one that was very hopeful. It was very uplifting. You were talking about things that I know taxpayers and citizens and voters like to hear, and that's about public service and the real meaning of public service, serving, not self-aggrandizing. I mean, I could go on and on. And I would, I would agree, you've exceeded, and I, that's really an accomplishment because the expectations were very high. Thank and I, I want to echo the chief's uh, comment there. Thank you, chief. I appreciate that. I, I take anything I've ever done from the school board to, to council to planning board to county clerk very serious. We'll be back. Uh, this is a little bit longer break than usual, so don't go away. We're going to do something special when we come back. At least I think it's special. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Approaching 55 minutes past the hour with your Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo. Well, the moment has arrived, Mr. Clerk. Okay, I, Harry. I am at your service. This is a first for me, uh, and it's great. It's great to come first down. First for and me. First for you. Swear you in live on air. I'm going to ask you to raise your right hand. And repeat after me. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I will support. That I will support. The Constitution. The Constitution. Of the United States. Of the United States. And the Constitution. And the Constitution. Of the state of New Jersey. Of the state of New Jersey. And I will faithfully. And I will faithfully. Impartially. Impartially. And justly. And justly. Perform all the duties. Perform all the duties. Of the office of notary public. Of the office of notary public. According to the best of my ability. According to the best of my ability. And understanding. And understanding. Congratulations, Harry. We made history this morning. Thank you, Mr. Clark. I'm official. He's official. For five you, years. You, for five years, and I hope to be here in five years to swear you in again. Oh, I appreciate that. I plan to be here for you to be able to do that. 
in five years. That's going to take two of us, and I'll do my part. Uh, closing uh, minutes, and we, we always say this. Doesn't an hour together fly by? I, I have to tell you, Harry, I thought it was only about 20 after 8. I know. Because, as you well know, there's so much I can talk about at the clerk's office, and I love to talk about the clerk's office. And I want to, first of all, thank the staff. The staff has been tremendous. They know what we're up against. They know what we have to do. They have been um, moved with me in a positive direction of where we're going. And that means a lot because uh, it's just like your family. You have to move in, in, in that mm-hmm. direction. And I tell them all, I'm a part of you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You're with me. A, we have open door policy. Well, isn't it so important, Joe, because if you're going in one direction and people are pulling in the other direction, it's not going to, it's not going to work. We're not going to get this done. Yeah. And I have to tell you, you actually can break apart. Yes. And, and I really enjoy going out at night, speaking to groups. I enjoy going to talk to people. I'm always available. Um, if any group needs me to go speak at night, I've been in Atlantic city and spoke. I like to go to summer's point and speak, speak to any group senior citizens, any group that wants to know about the clerk's office. And I am working on several things so that um, along with the things that we do at the clerk's office, the history of the clerk's office, the history of this county, there is a lot of history that's, that's happened. And let us keep in mind that in 2038, which isn't that far away, it will be the, the 200th anniversary of Atlanta County. Wow. Yeah, and I'm beginning to prepare with things that I see, items that I see, and uh, lastly, I'm excited that we have a, and I won't say his name on air, have a citizen um, that's going to make a special presentation to me in the office next week that um, has the original keys to the clerk's office and wow. some of the original things, and has agreed that uh, I, I will sign the necessary papers. Uh, he said, as long as you're in office, they will be on display at the clerk's office. Wow. So I've uh, been collecting things. We have uh, an area now of the clerk's office to show the history what, what of year documents. Were, what year would those keys go back to? Probably we're looking at the early... Uh, 1900s, late 1800s, early 1900s. Fantastic. When, when the clerk wore the keys around his neck because wow. everything was in the county safe at the time. Uh, I love to give tours of the county clerk's office, and I always tell the public, and as well as it's you a beautiful, or anyone. It's a beautiful building. Uh, I like to show people the, the, the copper, brass, and, uh, and, and bronze uh, stairway to the second floor. I like to show off the, the copper doors, and I like to show off the, the original records that are handwritten from 1838 in Atlanta County. And um, hoping to uh, continue uh, moving forward. I enjoyed our time, Harry. Looking forward to come back another day, talk about property alert, because once we get going, I want to keep reminding people of a service that's free to them in this county. Mr. Clerk, thank you for your service. Thank you for your attitude of public service because I do believe people notice when someone loves what they do, is enthusiastic about what they do, and has the right public service mind. You're really a great fit. Thank you, Harry. And and the neat thing is, too, you said certain things during a campaign. Sometimes the candidate is, it's like a monster movie. It doesn't look anything like what you get. Um, You came as advertised. 
Thank you, Harry. Good to visit thank with you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for uh, today's service. I really appreciate it. Not a problem, Harry. We'll be back. Either Frank Neal or Don Hurley next. Atlantic City, WENJHD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is five minutes past the hour. Again, uh, a wonderful time that we just had with our esteemed Atlanta County Clerk, Joe Girallo. What a um, what a tremendous addition he is to the rank of constitutional officer for the County of Atlantic. He is just a um, he's he's a great guy and he's a difference maker. And you are having superior service out of this office, uh, I believe, at the highest level in its history and certainly the highest level in uh, in many, many years. So uh, thank you, Joe. Until we meet again, I'm very pleased to report Frank Neal is here, my fabulous working partner. And this is the All Season Solar monthly radio program. Frank will share with you and All Season Solar, of course, the official and exclusive solar energy provider for the Hurley in the Morning program. Frank discusses each month on this particular day in this hour the latest news regarding how solar energy can potentially reduce your electrical energy costs for the next 20 years and beyond. It's in, in all the things that I do over the past more than 30 years, it's one of the only items that I can think of where you can actually take control of something that you had no control of before other than your own consumption of electricity. If you want to live in the dark and you don't want to do wash and shower every other day, I mean, you you have free will and choice. But I can't think of too many things where you have this kind of opportunity, whether you look at a lease option from Frank Neal and All Season Solar or to purchase your system. It will feature the latest state-of-the-art technology that is available today, All Season Solar. To make a call, and please mention I sent you, please, 888 888- 832-5050 and you'll speak to a wonderful person in the scheduling department ask for Frank Neal you want to schedule an appointment to meet with Frank he'll meet with you in person or virtually by uh, digital chat video chat uh, on the web at allseasonsolar.net I would put that on your smartphone home screen and I would put it on your home screen on your digital devices laptop, desktop iPads and so on you can see everything from a particular system of a certain number of kilowatts and what you could expect now and going forward 20 years. And there's a lot of information beyond that. That's just one example that you'll see on the website, allseasonsolar.net. Frank Neal joins us now. Frank, hard to believe it's been a month. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How about, how about maybe nine years? How about nine years, and how about that summer is more than half over, and it feels like it just started last yeah. week? Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm back in school. You know, when I, July 4th came around, you thought, oh, man, it's half It's half true. Away. Yeah, you were back at school before you know it. The school year was like, oh, my gosh, and then the summer goes by uh, in the blink of an eye. Tell us a little bit about summer 2022, all-season solar. What's happening? 
Well, you know what? You bring up a very good point uh, in your opening, uh, talking about you have we the, the the consumers have an opportunity to to fix something and to drop that cost that is an incurring month to month cost. You know, it's not like your cell phone. You can change your cell phone plan. You can, you know, you can do this with your your TV, whatever you're streaming. You can look around for a better deal. It's not the case with with electricity. You're going to need electricity no matter what. It's like death and taxes. You're going to have, you're going to need electricity to to you know do, do lights and electricity or to uh, air conditioning the whole the whole, whole deal. So what this solar does, and it's an interesting way of looking at. It, uh, what solar actually does is it fixes the cost for 20 years. But the most important thing, and as we talked before, I mean, typically I'm looking at a package right here that I'm going to present this afternoon, uh, where the the actual the effective rate would be about nine cents per kilowatt hour. Well, guess what? Everybody in in Atlantic City Electric is paying 19 to 20 cents per kilowatt kilowatt hour. So essentially, it, the the elevator conversation, if you will, is we can we can probably in most cases probably lower your cost by about fifty percent. That's just you know a general overall conversation. Uh, but no, whether whether it's fixed at nine, ten, or eleven or twelve cents per kilowatt hour, it's fixed, and that's the advantage on 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 electricity that you use in your home because. You're going to have to. You're going to have to absorb the increases that the that all the utilities, not just Linux and Electric, every utility across well across the state for sure, uh, increases their their rate uh, per kilowatt hour every year. A lease will fix that cost, and it will never go up. And uh, so that in that in that that is one of the many 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 advantages uh, of. Leasing solar, leasing or purchasing, it doesn't matter. Uh, we obviously do both. Uh, but, you know, the other side of it, too, is not only for residential customers. We also, as a matter of fact, we just signed a church the other day, and, and we, we do Elks Lodges. We do, uh, uh, gosh, Temple, Mason Temples. We do VFWs, American, you name it. Any nonprofit, including a church, we can provide them with. It's called a PPA, technically, but it, it, it operates very much like a like a lease. There's no money down. There's nothing out of your pocket. Uh, you just you basically it's the same conversation. We can cut your bills almost in half, and for a nonprofit, that is huge. Yep, it's absolutely off the charts. Huge, really is because they don't have any way of really increasing their revenue. They can a little bit, but we can. If we can reduce an expense, it's going to be a fixed item. And as you know, a lot of them, if we were to pick, you know, the profile of each one that you've done over the years, you take some of these not-for-profits and they're using major electrical uh, power because they do big events, sometimes with hundreds of people in their halls and they're cooking and lights all over the place. So this, this is a game changer for them. It really is. And don't forget, too, they, many of them have huge refrigeration systems Yes, for beer and food and whatever. And that they run 24 hours a day, you know, 365 days a year. So, yeah, it, it is literally a game changer. And it's, it's kind of interesting when 
generally speaking, in, in, a, in an operation like a, like a nonprofit, there's more than one person. You know, it's usually spearheaded by one person, but there's three or four, sometimes five people involved in decision-making. And I, 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 I revel in sitting there after going through the, the proposal, you know, here's what we can do for you, here's what we will do for you, and the looks on their faces, it's, it's priceless because they, they, they get this realization that, well, here's something that we could actually do that doesn't cost us a dime, and we can reduce our expenses. So it, it, it's pretty pretty uh, life-altering altering for, a, for a nonprofit or a church or are you, are you finding, obviously, you've done a lot of them, so th- this question might be self-evident, but I want to pose it anyhow right before our first break. You're listening to Frank Neal. It's the All Season Solar radio program. And a reminder, uh, Frank provides just incredibly phenomenal service. So when you want to reach Frank, uh, simple to do, call 888-832-5050. Leave a message for Frank. He'll get back to you promptly, 888-832-5050. If I'm the reason that you picked up the phone to call, please tell All Season Solar that. I'll let Frank explain that later in the program, why that is very, very important uh, to me and obviously to our charity. On the web at allseasonsolar.net. So continue, Frank, and then we'll get the first break in. Uh well, uh, we we can we can talk about the, the nonprofits all day long, but basically, uh, it, it it always is inspired, or generally is inspired by some organization that solar from us or from another company. You know, in many cases, we'll get a call, uh, you know, to the office, and they'll say, uh, you know, we're we're investigating solar, and you're one of three companies we you know we want to talk to. And that's that's perfect. We love that scenario because, in generally speaking, we can you know can beat all the the competitors with our warranties and our costs and the way we operate. So we love we love the opportunity to to talk to the uh, the organizations. Frank, let me comment on this because you wouldn't say this, but leave leave it to me to say it because I, I not only do I mean it, but I think it really um, is a terrific quality of all season solar. There are a lot of people that don't want competition. It's kind of like sign here. They kind of push you, uh, steer you quickly. And, you know, you don't need to talk to anybody else. You know, I'm not saying you're exactly Miracle on 34th Street and uh, Macy's sending people to gimbals and stuff like that. But it's very honest. It, it shows the confidence level that you have in your entire uh, team the, the the from the installers to every part of the all season solar company where you are confident that it really doesn't matter if you meet with two or three or 10 other people you feel like you're going to stand out that's a nice i think that's a nice position to take and i think it's an intellectually honest position to take uh because you're that confident not not cocky not overconfident but just confident in your brand I think it's a very good approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And case in point, uh, there's a 55 and older community. I'm not going to name it, but it's a 55 and older community where we installed many of the residents as well. But we also got into a, a competitive situation for the clubhouse, which was a very big job. And uh, the president of the HOA in a, in a meeting with the community after they decided they're going to select us, he said, look, he said, I'm not telling you to use uh, – all season solar over anybody else. He said, "I just want to let you know that we did we did all the vetting, and I think there was five five companies involved in that uh, those presentations. 
He said, we did all the vetting, uh, and, and we came up with this company as being the best. And he used an example. He said, when the inspector came to inspect our job, uh, which is a long inspection, you know, they have to with the, the job that big. It, it took a couple hours. And at one point, the inspector turned to the, the president and said, by the way, who, who, who did this installation? And the president said, uh, all season solar. And he looked at me and he said, man, I wish you would have told me that earlier. <laughs> I wouldn't have to go through all this. So there's a testament. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Frank, hang in there. We're going to come right back strong in just a few minutes. You're listening to Frank Neal. This is the All Season Solar radio program. Uh, if you're looking at this, and I can tell you about a decade ago, I was in your shoes. I was contemplating doing it. I can't explain why because I really can't even process why it took me longer than it should have to, to, to do it. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I was overthinking is what I was doing. Oh, what are these panels going to look like? And we can cover some of this, Frank, because overcoming objections. Overcoming objections that are legitimate, that's one thing. I was looking to overcome objections that in retrospect that weren't even – they were silly, totally uh, you know, unnecessary. But I was overthinking it because it was new. It was something you know I'd heard about but didn't know a lot about. And I just – came slow uh but no regrets i can tell you that and the only the only regret i have is i should have done it at least a year or maybe even two it might have even been that bad i'm just being honest that i waited that long because you can't get that back but all of a sudden i don't know what does it frank has got a like a phd in this all of a sudden everything clicks and you're ready. And that and I went through the evolution of those stages, if you will. 888-832-5050 is the number to call. 888-832-5050. Ask for Frank Neal and that you'd like to make an appointment to talk about all-season solar and your next, your solar energy system in your home. It's a, it's a great process. You're going to enjoy working with all the different team members. And, of course, Frank will be your point person and you're in great hands there because he's going to see it through from the first meeting with you when he ascertains your current use of electricity. And then that will dictate what size system you can have and what they recommend and away you go from there. Much more straight ahead. It's 19 minutes past the hour. All Season Solar's Frank Neal continues on the Hurley in the Morning program on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. Also a reminder, I promoted this a bunch early, not so much at all last hour. 4.45 p.m. today, I am hitting the publish button on a major breaking news story that we will have first anywhere to be found. Uh, so check it out. It's, it's not going to be an on-air exclusive. It will be a digital exclusive on your app or at WPGTalkRadio.com, however you navigate the digital content of this radio station. Check that out. And I, when I tell you 445, I'm hitting it exactly at 445 p.m. Mark Levin. 
There's one party that wants to burn the country down, politically and otherwise, and there's another party that's mush. What motivates that other party, the Republican Party, is power as well. That's why they want to win elections. But they don't do a whole lot when they take over, do they? Reagan did. Trump did. The Bushes did not. George H.W. Bush immediately turned on Reagan and Reaganism when he was elected. Mark Levin, weeknights at 6 on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 24 minutes past the hour with Frank Neal. It's our regular monthly all-season solar radio program. So, Frank, I want to form into a question, a play off the narrative that I shared right before the break, that even in my own case, even after doing a program for a number of years, I was slow to the draw, in my in my opinion. And I at, at this stage knowing what I know and actually experiencing what I have now experienced over the past more than a decade. I even kick myself because like, what was I waiting for? And we talk about in between our uh, appearances together, Frank, that California's number one, New Jersey, number two in the country in terms of solar energy. Uh, but there's so many people that haven't yet gotten to that definitive decision moment where you pull the trigger and you go and do it. Uh, I can't explain it I ha- because I, I am, I'm guilty of it. So what do you think is the reason that folks have a higher electric bill than they need to have, that they could take this matter into their own hands? But in some, now, obviously, you're doing great, and a lot of people are signing up and are doing it. But I still think this is a very real sort of uh, phenomenon that's out there. What what gives in terms of the, is it mystifying? What is is it too good to be true? But obviously it's not because it, it, it is what it is. What what's the deal here? Well, I, I'm looking at a file right now. Now that you brought that up, uh, a customer that I first saw October 15th, 2015. OK. Uh, and I'm seeing him at noon today, and he's going to sign uh, sign the paperwork. So that's uh, not knowing the month and all of that. We're talking possibly seven years. Right. Yeah. Right. October 15th is the first time I saw him. Okay. Anyway, great guy, a great, great, great man, good man. Uh, and it's just some things that happened along the way, and we stayed in touch over, over time. I would call him occasionally. He'd call me occasionally, and finally... It's happening. Another case in point, and I have to look it up on my file, but there's a, a home right here in my community. As a matter of fact, the guy is the president of the Homeowners Association where I live. And uh, I saw he, him and his wife probably back in 2017. And uh, like, a, and we've talked about this many times, she didn't think that it was aesthetically appealing on her home. Yeah. So, they, he, By the way, that was probably my big, um, and it was a false uh, you know, uh, situation. It, it wasn't. It wasn't true. I mean, uh, but that was my thing. Hey, where are these panels going to be, and and what's it going to look like? Meanwhile, I have to walk out like fifty feet be- before I can even see them, and then when I do see them, it's this one rectangle, just black, almost looks like the roof, even, uh, and that was just something that you start to overthink about because. There's nothing right. to that. Well, I understand, too, here in this development, there's 450 homes uh, in, in the community where I live. And uh, I've done a number of 
installations here, obviously, and I don't push it. I just, uh, people see my car and they'll stop me and say, tell me about this and that. And I, I don't even say, let me come over. I said, think about it. When you want to hear more about it, just let me know. So anyway, what happened was with this one particular case, they happened to be at the dinner with a customer of mine, another another couple. And in the, in the course of the conversation, the electric bill came up and my buddy who got the installation said, well, you guys need to look into that. I said, we did. We did look into it with Frank. And he said, oh, my gosh, you just have to do it. Well, he, he this guy, this customer, talked his wife into it simply by saying, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you can, all the money that you've wasted over those years, you didn't get solar. That's just silly. That's just throwing money away. So finally she said to her husband, okay, call Frank and have him come over. You know, so it's that, it's people, uh, and I get, I get phone calls occasionally from people that'll say, you know, I've had your, your name and phone number on my refrigerator on a sticky note for the past three years. Will you please come out and let me know what's going on, you know? Uh, it's it, it runs the gamut. Everybody, and we talk to a lot of people, and many, many, many of our customers, not my customers, I can speak firsthand, uh, are people that I saw in the past. Uh, and sometimes it could be six months ago. Sometimes it could be one or multiple number of years ago. And uh, they'll come around to their senses because I think people now, especially now in this in this energy environment. They're getting the sense that things are going to probably stay expensive. Yeah. Now, Frank, I, it's like you're like in my head right now. My follow-up to you was going to be with the increase, the, the very steep increase in energy costs, this is a way to get some of it back. Right, right. And to stop the escalation. Yeah. Uh, I've used this analogy many, many, many times, but uh, you know, imagine what the price of a gallon of gasoline was 20 years ago. And to be honest with you, I don't know what it was in 2002, but it was very cheap compared to what we're dealing with today. Imagine this. If I said to you, Harry Early, yeah. sign these documents. I'm going to put a device on your car uh, that uh, I will cut your, your, the cost of fuel per gallon gasoline. I will cut that in half and I will fix it for 20 years. Today, you would be a pretty smart guy. Oh, you ain't kidding. And that's basically what we're looking at. That's, yeah. This is what we're looking at. We don't know, and I'm, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be a, an adversary of the, the utilities, but their costs are going to skyrocket if things go the way some of our people in the government want it to go. They want to you know, make everything more expensive with fossil fuels. And I know you talk about that all the time. Uh, and and that, that I'm not trying to lead into that conversation, yeah. but it's a fact. Yeah. It's going to happen. And and guess the, the electric generation, I heard a number the other day, 62% of all electricity is generated by gas, natural yep. gas. Uh, and I forget the number, but it was a pretty significant number, is, is generated by coal, and then a smaller percent with, uh, with nuclear. So if those are the case, if that's the case, we're looking at pretty severe increases in costs because somebody's got to pass it along. <laughs> you know, it's going to cost the electric companies a lot more money to generate uh, the electricity. And, of course, they have to pass it on to the customer or else just go out of business, which is not going to happen. So, you know, the facts are the facts right now. I mean, I, again, I don't want to turn this into a political conversation, but it's going to get much 
much, much more expensive to to uh, to cool your house down, to turn the lights on, to do all that kind of stuff. It's going to get much more expensive. And this is an opportunity to stop that madness, to stop it right now, put, put a hold on it. And I, I said to a customer the other day, uh, it signed up, and I said, you know, basically what you're doing is you're firing the electric company. <laughs> and he, he broke into a belly laugh. He says, you know, Ron, I never thought of it that way, but I guess I am, because we were able to get enough panels up there to satisfy 100% usage uh but that's what you're doing you're firing the electric company and just saying look uh, you know i have my own little power plant up here now i don't need you any longer than it's the electric and my my bills are going to be fixed i'm going to know exactly what my costs are going to be month after month after month after month it's not a guess it won't will not change and even in the summertime uh when you're spiking when you're using a tremendous amount of electricity you know i'll go through all that sitting in the home with the customer and explain it because I have charts and things I can show them. Uh, and it just makes all the sense in the world. It really does, especially especially now in this environment because the government is still behind it. Uh, they're backing it, the state and the, and the federal government backing it. So just like they have for the past, gosh, 15, 20 years. Frank, let's get our halftime break in. Believe it or not, it is halftime already. I love your show. It's 33 minutes past the hour. Brian Kilmeade coming up. At 10.06 this morning on the station that plays the winners, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You're listening to Frank Neal, and this is our monthly program presented by All Season Solar. So from Mr. DeMassey, the owner, to Frank Neal, who will be your point person, the phone number to call is 888-832-5050. That's 888-832-5050 on the web at allseasonsolar.net. If you have a question about solar energy for Frank here and now, 609-407-1450. We'll be back in just a little bit with Frank Neal. And All Season Solar, I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Thank you. Welcome back. 39 minutes past the hour. Frank Neal is here. It's the all-season solar monthly radio program. And of course, it, it tells you what we talk about, solar energy and uh, what it can do. And do check out the website, allseasonsolar.net. There's a lot of really good information about solar energy, about getting started, a generic sample, if you will, of a certain size system. I believe it's 10,000 kilowatt system that will show you what you could expect. And don't forget what Frank said early in his program. If you like it in year one, you're going to really love it going forward because it keeps getting better. Because if you do what most people do and you lease your system, your lease payment will not change. And yet everything else will continue to change because as the and, and they deserve it they reinvest in their grid and they do all kinds of things to to make the grid more stable and they they apply to the federal government and they they achieve rate increases that that, that they deserve that they've earned but that is passed on to you and the cost is never the same uh each year it goes up i mean you know that's not even just inflation that's just what happens not even in a, a supernova runaway inflation environment that we're in now so remember that when you're looking at it check it out in year one then go look at year five and ten and fifteen and it's it's 
It's remarkable, actually. We encourage you to call in if, and pose your questions to Frank about solar energy, and you're doing it at 609-407-1450. So let's go to your calls. Caller, you're on the air with Frank Neal. Your question. Yeah, uh, Harry. I'm a, a customer of Frank's. I have, you got me into the solar. You talked about it, and that Frank gone, and I was like you, waiting two years. What am I doing? So I finally got Frank. He came over. Everything went flawless. I had the solar. Now, my question is, I hear on the news that different states, like Florida, for example, Duke Electric, you do, they want a minimum payment from each solar customer. They were paying 6 bucks. They're upping it up like to $25, $30. They're saying it is to maintain the grid, and they're doing that already, and, uh, you know, Florida passed that. I just want to know what do you think about that. Well, actually, uh, I, I've heard about that. I've heard, in fact, I've read a couple of articles on it, and it, it's, that's a shame. Florida's been a, an anomaly for years uh, because, obviously, the sunshine state should be the sunshine and solar state, but yeah, it's not. That's funny. You don't, that, you don't, is, that is really yeah, funny. They were, they were, <laughs> the sunshine state is just charging a premium for the sunshine. Frank, here's here's also good news, and you know I pay attention to all this. There's no There's no committee in Trenton that's hearing anything remotely like that. Uh, I've not heard a single legislator that wants to do that. They, they, they themselves probably have solar, many of them. Uh, and we would know if that was going on in New Jersey. And also, uh, and I'm not making you know any promises, but uh, passes typically prologue. Frank, as you know, New Jersey's second in the country in terms of um, solar energy. So I don't see that. I'm not, I can't promise, but I don't see anything like that happening here. Do you? I don't. I don't either. And there are restrictions, sort of like that, in other other states uh, that have not affected. It, it, will, it will not affect uh, New Jersey, in my opinion. Now, if it does, obviously we'll be talking about it. But as you said, I we don't know. As far as I know, you know there might be something bubbling under. But as far as I know. That's not going to happen. And, and, and also, too, could I just say this and see what the gentleman caller has to say about it? Because I like your whole your whole vibe. You're honest guy. And this is this is good content for Frank's show. I'll answer for me first because I'm a solar energy uh, client. And then you answer for yourself. If you knew up front that there was this nominal fee that would be charged, would you still have done your solar system? I'll answer for me. I would prefer not to have it, don't get me wrong, but I would still have done it, and I would continue to do it. What's your answer to that question? I know you don't want it, but would it, oh, my God, I was going to do it, but no, not, now there's this thing, and, you know, would that have knocked you out of doing it? No, probably not on right. that money right. part, but if it, if they could keep raising it and raising it, so gotcha. gotcha. they want you to go on solar, but then they're taking it away from you. That's so. a good That's a good point. That's a fair point. Yeah, if it was a getting started entry level and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, uh, fortunately, I don't hear anybody talking about it here. So that's that's a Florida thing. Keep in mind, though, in Florida, they've got a lot of areas where we would blush and gush to want to have their tax structure so that you found like I, I want to say you know blind squirrel finds a nut you found the one thing maybe that's regressive a lot of their tax policies are fantastic oh of course I know yeah that. yeah so 
uh, I wouldn't overthink the house, and uh, and I'll be the first one, and I know Frank Neal will be the first one to tell you if all of a sudden something like that was coming about. And let's not give them any ideas. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for your call. If you have a question, a comment, that was a good question. Frank, that was uh, that was pretty neat. And honestly, it's not that we would leave that out. I just never thought about that before. I, yeah, I never even thought to bring it up because it's, it's not on the table in New Jersey. However, just keep in mind, in every electric bill, whether you have solar or not, with Atlantic City Electric, whether you have solar or not, in, it, embedded in your bill is a probably a four dollar and eighty five cent, perhaps a five dollar fee. That's basically a line charge, or you know, deflects the the cost of coming to read your meter, or whatever. Uh, that that part of the electric bill is the only part that doesn't go away. That's a bill that's a four dollars and eighty five cent. And in some cases, I don't even pay that because we're overproducing. So, but that's something that needs to be explained. But perhaps. You know what, what we have. What we have in New Jersey is a, is a it's fixed. It's a fixed number, and it's not going to go up because the electric company is not going to. In my my understanding, they're not going to increase that cost. And it's like I said, it's four dollars. Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's yep. Less. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, I, and we do see that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. You know, I want to tell our listeners the biggest problem I had. The biggest problem I've had this year was my bill last month. I had a credit for a couple of months, but we, we used the swimming pool and and I opened like it was like like one of those 1960 sci-fi movies. It was the, the, the creature from the Black Lagoon uh, for reasons I don't want to get into. We usually open crystal clear when I tell you it was a disaster. And so for three or four straight days, we were running the um, the system 24 hours a day, not stopping. So my bill was a whopping one dollar and ninety five cent cents last month and frank i want to tell you you know what my biggest problem was with a dollar 95 bill that i had what's that atlantic city electric online will not let you make a payment below five dollars so my biggest problem Uh was i paid five dollars and i now have a credit of whatever it is three dollars and five cents that was my biggest problem was my bill was so low that i couldn't pay my bill how about that? That's amazing. That that's was, amazing. Yeah, that's a true story, and it's a fun story to tell. So I now have a credit. So these are some of the problems I want to let you know in advance. These are some of the problems you might run into. Your bill could be too low, and you, you could actually not be able to pay. You have to overpay your bill in order to pay your bill, and then you'll have a few dollar credit. Uh, join with me, my friends. And call Frank Neal. Call All Season Solar, 888 888- 832-5050. I'm going to take um, a photo of my Atlantic City Electric account. I'm going to send it to Frank, and then he's going to testify when we come back that I have a credit right now uh, on my bill. We'll be back in just a little bit. The, the program has absolutely flown, flown by, flown away from us at 48 minutes past the hour with Frank Neal and All Season Solar. This is Early in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. And now a small business setback is assessed by a beloved family pediatrician. Oh, hey, Tiger. Big scary tree branch, give your work truck a boo-boo. Yeah. 
Wow. See this thing on my phone here? It's the Progressive Mobile app. Just push that little button there and report your claim. Attaboy. When owning a small business gets painful, Progressive Commercial is here to make it all better. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. <gasps> What's this? Candy drawer? Who wants a lollipop? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Photo claims not available in all states or situations. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. But not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash trial. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All right, so I want to thank Frank Neal for allowing me to do this on-air sort of confession testimonial because uh, I would have gotten around to this in a couple of days. My current bill is due again. So I would have until August 1st to not be late. And I usually pay it, you know, whatever, a few weeks ahead of time, something like that. So I go into my account, Atlantic City Electric. If you have the app, you you do the same thing. I hit pay bill and it shows that I owe $2.71. Total amount due by 8-1-2022. So then I click to pay it. Then it lights up the screen you have $2.71 due by August 1st, 2022. And then it says you're paying and it says $2.71. However, in red right below that, it says minimum payment allowed is $5. So then I got to hit the little uh, pencil that they have on the side to put in an optional amount. And then I send Frank that picture and the thank you for your payment picture, which shows that I made a payment of $5 today towards my account which is, what, 11 days ahead of the due date, 11 or 12 days. And the point I'm making is my bill is, again, less than what they will allow me to pay. So I have I've now have a credit all over again of $2.29. Frank, I texted you all three pictures. Uh, is your humble friend, your fellow co-broadcaster, am I speaking the truth? Yes, you are. I'm looking, I'm looking right at it. It's sort of sort of comical. Uh, I, I wasn't aware uh, that you've taken me to school. I wasn't aware that they needed a, a minimum payment of $5. Yeah, five. and this, this honestly happens to me several times each year because obviously that whatever that fee that you talk about, the indigent fee and these other things, your bill is usually more than $5. But I actually had a credit at one point. There was one month... I didn't make any payment. I had a credit. Uh, so no balance. It said, you know, credit. And, and it lit up funny because it didn't want any payment. And it said no payment, no payment is due. You have a credit. So there you have it. And I did say to Frank that about a decade ago with the stand-up freezer that we have, all the appliances, the swimming pool and everything, the bill would have been Buku hundreds, 500, 600, 700. I can't even tell you. And that was 10 years ago. And so there you have it. So I, I can't say that, you know, they have this expression that not every single result is the same everywhere. Uh, but 
All I know is I've been recommending solar for probably, I don't even know, 20 years, 15, 20 years, maybe more. I think it's more. And I haven't had anybody come back to me and say, what did you do to me? Uh, why did you do this to me? This is not anything what you said it would be. Uh, because my confidence is in with, is with my partners. And Frank, when you review someone's electrical consumption for a year, you know whether it's going to work for them, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. so the promise, yeah, you know, the promise is made it. because it's it's this is math. I mean, it's not it's not magic. It's math. And uh, I just paid my bill. I, I had to pay five dollars because they wouldn't let me pay two dollars and seventy one cents. I would call that a nice problem to have. Yeah. Absolutely. I a couple of months, well, probably almost a year ago, I had to be talking to my wife, you know, my wife home or some whatever, you know, shortly. And she said, uh, we got an electric bill today. I said, really? She said, what the heck have you been doing with, with the electricity? I said, what are you talking about? She said it was $1.29. $1.29. Cents. So you're making me blush. At two seventy one. you know, that's $2.71. That's, uh, that's a whole lot compared to one twenty nine. So this is... This is what we're talking about. I mean, it's it, it, it can be your circumstance, but you will know what your circumstance is. You, if you're leasing, you'll know your lease payment. Then you'll know pretty much by looking at your bill what your electric bill would have been, and then you'll see what it will be. And uh, it either makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Frank, how, how often does it not make sense? Uh, it does occasionally. Sometimes I've, I've mentioned the few, really the, the few that have, uh, that I've experienced uh, over the years. But you know, if you've got a huge canopy of trees over your home, uh, it's not practical for us to take you know a small forest down in order to get sun on the roof. Things like that. Uh, you know, and sometimes the condition of the home. To be honest with you, some of them are not so good <laughs> uh, structurally and. We, we won't we won't install but you know there was something that struck me when you were talking that uh we don't really bring up that often but a the if you if harry hurley was to sell your house tomorrow let's say you decide you're going to move up or you're going to downsize whatever you're you're deciding to do and you put your house up for sale and there's a comparable home i don't know down the street and around the corner uh same thing swimming pool you know same size home the whole deal uh, but they don't have solar. That home that does not have solar is going to, and just whatever the number, whatever the sales price is going to be, let's say both of your homes have the identical sales price. Well, guess who's going to get bought first? Your boy right here, because it's a beautiful thing. When you're showing someone, you know, what the electrical bill has been for, you know, a decade or more, that's uh, fantastic. Who, who's who's not going to want that? So I know you, you're very honest about this. You, you don't make some declaration that, you know, a set increase in the value of the home and what you can charge for it. But it absolutely I don't know anybody would say, oh, no, no, no. Take that off because, you know, I want to pay 300 to 500 during the off season and seven to a thousand dollars, 700 to a thousand dollars a month during the summer months. Who's going to want that deal, Frank? Exactly, and that's that's exactly what happens. Whether you per now, in your case, you purchased yours, but even with a lease, a lease, our leases are totally transferable. It's 
smooth. It's seamless. There's no, there's no, you got to pay this or you got to, no, it, it's the, 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 whoever is on the title of the home, whether you sell the home or give it away or someone inherits it, whatever the case may be, whoever takes over the title of the home takes over the lease from that day and nothing changes. Nothing changes. Here's another important, I think, objection to overcome, although I've always believed that it's it's not it's not even a fair one because the bank has a lien on your home. If you take out a second mortgage, there's a lien on your home. But I have heard people say, no, nah, nah, I don't want to do it because you're going to put a lien on my home. Uh, that is an all season solar falsehood that that does not occur, does it? There is no there is no let me be very clear. There is no lien on your home with our lease or the purchase. There's no lien on your home at any time. Uh, it's a it's it's a it's a lease just like a car lease, an automobile lease where they're not they're not you know you're not putting your home up as equity. Uh, it's just on your good credit basically, uh, the good payment history that you may have may or may not have. But uh, yeah, no, there's there's no lien ever put put on the home. How do you how do you do, Frank? In terms of credit approval, uh, do most people get approved? Say it again, sir. Do most people get approved for credit? You know, yes. Uh, it, it, for a time there, uh, I'm going back probably 2012, 2013, 14. Uh, we did experience what I would think is a, a number of credit fails, but in my heart, I believe it was because, if you don't recall back then, the, the economic situation was pretty tumultuous. Well, we were, we were we were in a great recession. Uh, Atlanta County, which I know is part of your heart of your territory, you you go all over the place, but you do a lot here in Atlanta County. Atlanta County had the highest unemployment rate in America, highest home foreclosure rate in America. People were hurting. Four casinos closed. We were hemorrhaging tens of thousands of jobs. It was a terrible time. So that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So so now, I mean, yes, yes, occasionally we will get uh, a credit bill, but it is really occasionally. And, and here's the thing. Uh, I've told you this story many times. I'm not going to go into all the details, but in my previous life, uh, after after my broadcasting career, uh, I had my own mortgage company for quite a few, a little over a decade, actually. Uh, and every day of, of that time, I spent time helping people with credit credit issues, whatever, you know, I attended seminars and everything. So what I very often will say to a customer, hey, look, okay, you didn't pay us credit. Now, if you trust me, I think I can help you. And I have done that probably, oh gosh, at least 10 times in my the last couple of years where people you, say, show, oh, you show them things they have to pay off and things that are on the credit report that you can challenge and get them taken off. You, you really, uh, uh, somebody that spends a little bit of time to do that type of repair, it's, it's pretty amazing. Many creditors will work with you and say, yeah, you know what, that we can take that off. They don't all. And yeah, the, you pay something off that wasn't paid. Uh, you improve your situation and the older that item gets the less impact it has so it is one of those things frank if you're not ready now you can rehabilitate that to get ready for it later let me give frank's number we're actually in the final minute and a half i can't believe it 888-832-5050 to make an appointment frank in the final minute or so and then brian Kilmeade's going to say get out of here guys uh why is it important to mention 
if I am the reason they called that the Hurley in the Morning program sent you? Oh, really good point. Uh, well, basically, our, we, we give Harry Hurley Charities $500 for every Harry Hurley listener that signs up and gets sold. Matter of fact, the guy I'm seeing at 12 noon is a Harry Hurley guy. And he's going to sign the documents today. So beautiful. basically, you're looking at a $500 check coming to you. And we award that to Harry in the name of that, of that customer uh, for Harry's charities, basically. And I will also say uh, that I know this for a fact that every dime, every penny of donations that you generate into your charity, every penny goes out to, to help people uh, in need. You don't take any administration administrative fees. There's no salaries in your organization. And, I mean, and, and, in your- and isn't that the whole point? I mean, we're doing this because we want to write grants to all of these very, very important not-for-profits that, that need help. So, uh, Frank, we are at the end of the show. Uh, I thank you for that. 888-832-5050. You know how fast the next four weeks are going to go. Then we're going to be in August, Frank. And then it's crazy, yeah, isn't I it? Know. It's I nuts. Uh, to the to the gentleman that's signing up today, thank you. Uh, that means everything to me. My relationship with All Season Solar and certainly their generosity to our charity. Frank, we'll talk to you real soon.